0: Father, no,
1: this is the Imperial Schools of Honor podcast. I am Josh Follen,
2: and I am Jay Baxter,
1: and I am Jeff Burns. And we are going to be bullshitting about the 4 of years of console gaming as we revisit the periodicals that covered it again. We are embarking on, dear adventure, another RPG side quest series with this pod where we incrementally fiddle with an old school RPG, start to finish, with the assistance of old game literature. We have our questing site set on the evil Hargon, who we have recently learned is terrorized in the lands of Moonbrook, Maidenhall, and Kanok in the land of lands of Enix's 1990 release of Dragon Warrior II on the Nintendo Entertainment System. The accompanying literature for us on this undertaking is simply the official pack and instruction manual for the game, a mundane 52-page ditty that is one of the reasons I wanted to do Phantasy Star 2, and the dope-ass strategy guide we have for it, but the link to a PDF of that will be in the show notes for the duration of the quest. Emulation disclosure, so you know the tools with which we are undertaking our quest to defeat Hargon, as well, guys, as the previous experience each of us have had with this game, so everyone knows how we're coming into it experience-wise. Jay, please lead us off on that little bullet point list.
2: Yeah, so I am playing on through my PC, emulating with NES-topia with the standard USB controller, uh, standard NES controller, rather, piped in through the USB I have never played this game, never, never touched it, you know, we, if you've listened to this, our podcast before, you know that I, up until playing Dragon Warrior 1, had never even heard of this franchise, really, you know, except for the Dragon Warrior 11 coming out on Game Pass, and so it was kind of really new to me, after playing Dragon, the original Dragon Warrior, I very much was looking forward to Dragon Warrior 2, so, let's get it!
3: Word, tab. Um... Yeah, I thought you became a Dragon Warrior head after uh, Dragon Warrior One. I think you've you've <laughs> dabbled with other ones, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely dabbled on Dragon Warrior Eleven. I'm actually going to buy that because it's on sale, and yeah. I want to
0: own it. But yeah, very nice.
3: Well, sorry to sidetrack there. I'm playing also emulating NES Topia on my computer, uh, just using keyboard controls. Um, and and I and I used to play this game. I had the, we had this game, Josh and I, growing up. Um, I spent a lot of time playing it and uh, just really enjoyed it, and so far, um, that, you know, that's, it's been confirmed as, like, a really good game, and actually good taste of mine. I know you wanted to play Fantasy Star 2, but this podcast is actually just, let's play Jeff's favorite RPGs, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's good I'll I'll jot that down, my moleskin. Did you, have you ever beaten it? Um, I did beat it, I never beat it as a child, like, at um, 48122, but I did, uh, I did beat it, Oh, man, I was in my first apartment. That was, like, back in, like, 2011 or something. But I I used, I mean, and I guess we're doing it, too, but I used the internet pretty heavily uh, because this game is not easy. (laughs) True fact. (laughs) Like, like, there are parts in this game where it's, like, if I didn't look this up or somebody didn't tell me, I don't know that I would ever get it done.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
3: get ready for that. Yeah, 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 Jay.
1: Yeah, Jay. (laughs) Remember, like I said, remember I wanted to play Fantasy Star too. Remember that. Yeah, many, ma- I, many, I many moons from now, many moons from now, when you want to <laughs> fucking jump off the roof playing this game, remember that I tried to save you. Just, remember who your friend was. Remember who your with ally the was. Command. <laughs> oh man. Okay, well, as for how I'm playing, I am unwilling to spring for the card of this. Market prices on just a Lucy of it right now are 60 bucks plus, so I am relegated to the peasantry of emulation as well. I decided to play it on my handheld emulator, the new one I got, because it'll be nice to be able to quest lying down for once instead of tied to my fucking either laptop or... OG NES, so that's a little bit new that I'm not uh, punishing myself with OG hardware on this, but I am uh, implementing some OG adherences in my play. There'll be no save stating to circumvent the need to get back to the castle to record my deeds on the Imperial Scrolls of Honor after Quest, after A-Quest, and I will only use them for time-saving instances where where death is not a threat, grinding, shit like that, so... Just so that is stated. And as for my experience, yes, uh, I'm surprised you didn't cite the specifics, Jab. You got this game for Easter. I want to say it was 1991. Yeah. You got it in your Easter basket. I got, it's the same year I got Tecmo Super Bowl in my Easter basket. And I, like that, I don't know, man, it's weird. Like that is a, I remember the joint dichotomy between us. Of wanting to be able to play both games. And I was probably a prick about letting you play Tecmo Super Bowl. But I know you wanted to. And I'm sure you watched either way. <laughs> you know. But I, I know we both. Like like finding time to devote attention to both of them. I remember. Even the day of. I remember the fucking box sitting in my Easter basket. As the game is in my Nintendo uh, and with both cases. So, you know, yeah, yeah we, we got those at the same time. And I remember playing the shit out of it for sure, but definitely never beating it as a kid. And I try. So I, yeah, never I'm not I can't recall how far I would have gotten back then. Uh, and I want to see
3: spoilers and we could probably dial. It right. Yeah. Pretty yeah, quickly. We, we, yeah, we probably. Yeah, we probably shouldn't even bother no but, and I, i'm not gonna do it yeah right
1: but yeah so you know didn't beat it as a kid i tried like maybe a half decade ago i remember talking to you a bunch about it i remember trying to emulate it uh like not long before i left new york actually to move out here and and tried it again and i got further that time i think but i still didn't beat it <laughs> and i ended up ended up losing i think i switched la- i don't know what it was switched laptop whatever it might have been but i didn't have this i didn't the sa- I still don't have the, I don't have the save, so I I have never picked it back up because I lost that. So, yeah, I still haven't beat it. So this, there will okay, be okay. a part of this. I mean, you know, even I think I said, even with that play a half decade ago, I think I said in our, our thread that I there's things even early on here that I had forgotten about. Yeah, so I've already forgotten I, stuff, yeah. Yeah, there's no question that there will be a point in this play where I just drop off the face of the earth as far as my familiarity goes and I'll be playing it anew, and I certainly look forward
0: to that, but
3: um, yeah, yeah. there's definitely like, I remember there's, there's like a point up until which I'm pretty consistent remembering how this game, you know, essentially how the story goes um, to a certain point. And then my understanding kind of like falls off, but there's still like half of the game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I want to say it's a crest.
1: There's, there's one crest that I haven't, that I didn't get on that play. You know, uh, a few years back, and I remember just searching fucking tirelessly for it, couldn't find it, and that was wherever that is in the quest is where, you know,
3: uh,
2: I think I got that time.
3: But yeah, it, remi- it cool. reminds me a little bit of um super a really good RPG Super Mario RPG, which I'll make you guys play one day. Oh, but dude, Same thing, I, love I that got game. Are you kidding me? Okay, oh. good. I'm glad you know of it. It's fucking fantastic. But yes. um, there's like a certain point I would get to as a child, and like I don't know if I ever beat it. I probably didn't because I probably thought it was the last boss. And then, you know, like, four or five years ago, I was playing it, and I got past that part, and I was like, oh, there's a whole-ass game after this. <laughs> I didn't beat that gap. Um Not surprised. So, yeah. Oh, for, uh, real quick, just for uh, posterity's sake, since uh, you were doing, like, a history thing, do you happen to remember what Easter that was for? This game came out in, I mean, we'll cover this, right, but this game came out in 1990? in North America?
1: Yeah, no, it was 91, that's what I mean.
3: I, I oh, said so it was 90.
1: Was... Yeah, Eastern I said 91. East, okay. Eastern ninety one. Yeah, which would have been okay. uh, I would have been. I forgot that, that
3: until you said that, and now it's like so clear to me. Yeah, I would have been in fourth grade. It's right. It's basically right. This is probably why it's so entrenched. It's right after I would have moved back. Yeah,
1: after after my mom died. So yeah, um, like coming back to Oberlin. I mean, yeah, I just I remember this. That that is a very clear phase of my life for sure. You were living with her where? Sorry, I'm turn this in like a fucking Grafton. Okay. okay. <laughs> Yeah, I was really? in Grafton. Yeah, okay. the the tail end of my third grade year, like I started in Oberlin, and then my tail, tail end of my third grade year, I moved to Grafton. Um, or no, is that, that that's maybe that's a lie? Yeah, no, sorry. I started fourth grade in Grafton, and then moved back in January. Oh man, so, so you were a Midview Middy? No, it was Grafton. I mean, I, it, it was not no, Grafton. Well, maybe I I, I I guess maybe yeah. I mean, I was in fourth the grade fighting so middies. It, yeah, I mean, it would have been. Uh, yeah, we didn't have sports teams. So it, I, I think, I that think uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think <laughs> they I got think them that's, later and they were not good. Yeah, I think that's uh, only the middle school is called that. Because, I
3: mean, I very distinctly remember it was Grafton middle, uh, Elementary or whatever the fuck it was Okay. Called. Yeah, maybe it wasn't Midview proper yet. <laughs> right.
1: Anyways. Anyhow, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's. Enough local uh,
3: Lorain County history
1: there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we should work in some Ohio geography lessons into this, into the side quest too. I always do. Uh, yeah, I feel like find, it's annoying, but I do it, it all the time. I'll, I'll try to find a way. Well, I, there's no question that a decent enough size of our listener base is Ohio-centric. There's no question in my mind. So the, I don't feel bad doing it because there is some, I think, enjoyment in our listener base base but yes yeah, there's no question there's some people that gotta be like what in the fuck do they keep talking know, that's about that's obscure <laughs> obscure ass <laughs> fucking
0: townships in fucking
1: ohio for why do they think that's okay on this fucking, on fucking podcast country road six what is that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i mean if you like our ohio geography lessons or any other annoying content we do please rate and review the pod and uh, it really really helps us and let's get our asses into the game That is the town theme that'll bring us into the second segment of this series, and we are talking about the instruction manual here, our uh, literature of antiquity for this particular side quest, and the cover is very boring, it's just green with title <laughs> treatment. So that's kind of a bummer. They didn't work some art in there, and they did that with the first one too. I think it's just all yellow for the first one. So it's funny that there's so much effort inside of it, illustration wise, that they wouldn't bother to at least. And you know, there's great box cover art, obviously. Like it's kind of it's re- very weird to me that they didn't fucking jazz that up a little bit.
2: i think the color the color palette though i think it works because it pops out and as somebody who just finished Dragon Warrior 1 like i was very excited for Dragon Warrior 2 like so this alone i'd be like yes i'm excited great colors boom let's go like that's that is good i bet
1: if i bet yeah. if there was a dragon on there it would have made you more excited well, <laughs> yes
2: yeah. Where there are dragons, there's always this excitement. That's just, like, yes. the rule of thumb.
1: Right, and you'd think they would have known that, too, by now, but I guess not. <laughs> uh, page four of the manual has a world map on parchment illustration. Speaking of cool-ass illustrations, and it is titled, Welcome to the World of Dragon Warrior Two. And they label the continents here, working counterclockwise from eastmost, Meidenhall, Canock, Alephgard, Moonbrook, Rhone, and Jab. Motherfuck. <laughs> we talked about this a little bit before we got in here but i think both of us and i at least know me until i read this manual and started looking at this shit for this game had been calling my Mindenhall my whole fucking life mm. and there is no n in the first syllable <laughs> and kids are so dumb and
3: oblivious <laughs> you like I said, yeah. you just did it 11 minutes ago or 20 I was doing minutes it, ago yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just a thing that you do you just like language is a funny thing i like i like to I study it is not the right way to put it, but like I try to notice just, things. Just about think language. about it. Yeah. Yeah. And like yes. the way people speak and communicate and like the people do like shit like this all the time, dude.
1: Yeah. The Stuff You Should Know podcast I listen to just did one on like, you know, co- like common sayings and how in like the usage and interpretation of them has been distorted and they either are not being used contextually the right way. Or people, or or language has changed, Eng- the English language has changed, I may mean, not even English, it doesn't even really matter what language it is, but the the the, the words in the saying have changed since the saying was incited, Sorry. and they also talk about the history of the sayings of course too, but it was just fascinating to, to 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 think about, yeah, like kind of just like the mathematics almost of <laughs> of language and how like people just say shit like in their everyday fucking conversations. conversation. Say
3: something for like seventy, like seventy years, three generations of family, like all of a sudden you're just right, saying yeah. shit. You have no right. idea why. <laughs>
1: Yep, and yeah, you don't. There's just so many things. I mean, I think even before, yeah, like, I do it all the time to think about. Like, I'll, I'll fucking something will fucking come out of my mouth, and I'll just get it onto a fucking little tangent in my head, and I'll start like, that's not like that's wrong, yep. like that. <laughs> like, what does that really mean? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Yeah,
3: so yeah, that shit's Why would why would what one mean? even say that? I mean, like a huge and and we've done this before, almost like you know, uh, like data style in a way, but um, the the micisms. It's just like right. like figuring out the th- like the yep. things that would come out of his mouth they they're yep. just like jumbles of words but like you know bad that, hi, that like his 50s. fucking
1: dad said and exactly. also didn't have the proper probably fuel for which to, uh, to be saying them <laughs> yeah and it just yeah it just perpetuates itself it's fucking incredible yeah. it's fucking incredible it's such an interesting thing
2: well,
3: we
0: should
2: do a language it, podcast it's funny to me because I, yeah. I obviously didn't play this as a kid but i even was saying Mendenhall. So, I have to say, <laughs> like, I think it's yeah. just like,
0: there should the be an end there. Heard, <laughs> there right? I think there, I think there, I don't know about that. I think
1: there just should be an in there, maybe.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I have to say Maiden Hall to like think of it the right way. Otherwise, right. I just naturally put an extra in there.
1: Yeah. Anyhow, the illustration of the map is really cool. Mm-hmm. Page five to six is the story of Dragon Warrior. And this goes as such. Though the time of his deeds has long faded, still the name of Urdric commands respect among the greatest of warriors. Stories of his stories of his lineage are legendary throughout the land, and have been retold through the ages in the most remote villages and townships. Maybe even ones in Ohio. Long ago a young man who was a descendant of Urdric saved the Kingdom of Alfgard by defeating the dreaded dragon lord. The young man came to this land accompanied by Princess Guaylin. Together they built Torland, and that's another instance, just like we talked about for Final Fantasy Jab, where Torland, I'd never heard that in my life. Like that I didn't even know, it just didn't have a name that like yeah. the <laughs> wouldn't have occurred to me. Right. This legend has been handed down generation to generation from the ancient time. Princess Gwelyn brought forth three children. To the eldest prince was given the land of Maidenhall. To the youngest prince, the land of Cannock became his birthright. The youngest princess was given the land of Moonbrook. The descendants of Urdric were fair and just rulers, j- as we, their children, and the people of these kingdoms, lived in peace for a hundred years. One day, however, this castle and or whether one one day, however, this peace suddenly came to an end. Hargon, the sorcerer, attacked Moonbrook Castle and attempted to rule the world by calling the ill-omened gods from the dark. Although terrible losses were suffered, one soldier escaped the sack in a Moonbrook castle. Though seriously wounded, he made his way to Maidenhall Castle to warn the king. The king was old and could not go forth to do battle against Hargon, so he turned to his heir to accept the task. Yes, you are the heir to the king and a true descendant of Erdric the Great. Before you lies a world of mystery and imagination. You will encounter enemies and riddles with which, uh, rather which will test your strength and knowledge. Your journey has just begun." So page 9 explains how to go about having your deeds recorded on the Imperial Scrolls of Honor. Page 15 has a box at the end of the walkabout mode command breakdown that explains the differences between available commands in the first Dragon Warrior and this installment, and golf clap for these. Stairs is removed. All you have to do is walk on them now, which is like... Baby's first complaint about the first game for modern players that can't comprehend it was developed in a different time and place. Like whenever I see <laughs> criticisms of the original Dragon Warrior and motherfuckers bitch about that, I, like I want to just reach through my phone and slap the
3: shit out of them. Like, mm. sorry, yeah. yeah, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sorry, it's not fucking Skyrim and <laughs> my right. bad. Right, 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 right.
1: So the the command door is also gone. You just use the key. The or rather the right key from the item menu to open those, and take is also gone. You use search to open chests, and they specify here that you no longer need torches to see in caves. So yeah, that was a whole mechanic in the first one where you had to either early the game use torches that you bought or found, I guess, and then there were there was spells to radiant. Uh, ra- radiant, yeah, to to illuminate caves later
3: on. And I'm not sure how I feel about this change so far.
1: Yeah, I mean it's
3: like I, I understand why it makes it more playable and more accessible, that... but it did introduce a mechanic that made you it made being in caves a little spookier. I think the idea is just that
1: it's it's basically like in the start in the adventure starter pack. <laughs> you know, like you have torches or not, we don't need to talk about it, like you have them you know what right. i mean i think that's that that and is what how they I,
3: did do you're you're right because it should just be kind of implicit that like if you're doing this kind of shit then you have the means to illuminate right but what they did i mean he's they, also got a
1: canteen but we don't have to fucking do that we either. don't have to talk about right that, yeah. right <laughs> unless you're playing hardcore mode or oh, some people are in. Uh, a not a, not a canteen it would have been a, a skin what are those a called? skin yeah uh, um, not mole skin. skin.
3: Um, water skin? Water skin. That's what it's called. Water skin, yeah. yeah. Um, but they did, like, you know, to get around... It it occurred to me, after thinking about it for a few minutes in this playthrough, they, they got around that in that the dungeons aren't as visible as they were in one. So there's, like, blacked-off areas that, once you go into, then they open. So you can't see the whole thing, which is effectively just like having Torchlight. Right, right, right. Agreed. Agreed. Did you, Jay, did you... Well, you read the manual, so you would have seen these changes,
1: but do you feel a difference, uh, an accessibility difference in the two games?
2: I don't really, but I think that's partly because we played Final Fantasy also. and so In between. Yeah, um, you know what I mean? So it kind of feels like we kind of upgraded anyway, and it feels kind of on par with that. So, it's, so overall, it, it feels like playing the first one, but smooth and kind of, I know what I'm mm-hmm. doing now, and... You know, so those those changes feel kind of baked in, which is, I guess, a good thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Word. Page 20 to 22 goes through the character attributes. The only attribute application that isn't obvious for an old school RPG vet is agility affects the order of attack against enemies. And, you know, that's important because there's a major mechanic change in the fact that you can now battle more than one enemy, at <laughs> so and more than one group, right? That's correct. Crazy. Yeah, and it's, it's so, yeah, yeah, and so it's so different. Yeah, and it, it there's so much. I mean, it's obvious. Maybe it goes without saying, but there's so much more strategy. It's just like Final Fantasy. We talked this extensively with Final Fantasy how you know you can attack. It doesn't have that where you can attack a group. Well, it does have that. You can attack a group. Yeah, same thing. Just like Final Fantasy. Sorry, where you can attack a group with a character. And by the time that character goes, that group either has ran or been killed or whatever. And now the character is essentially a burnt has a burnt turn, you know, and that is a layer of strategy and calculation. That is a huge jump from the first game, where you're just, you can, I mean, legitim- little, yeah, legitimately just fucking put a fucking, right. an automatic grinding machine uh, on your top of your NES advantage and walk away, basically. <laughs>
2: I definitely had the moment where I was like, oh, I can't just do that. Like, I should have had this person attack the other one. Like, I knew they were going to die. You yeah. know, I was yeah. like, okay, I, I got to think about it. I like that. Let's, let's go.
3: No doubt. Yeah, and just like Final Fantasy, you have to, like, eventually you'll, like, you'll you'll piece together, like, okay, big rats have about, you know, right. nine hit points. Yeah, you start right. calculating so like if, that HP a whole lot more, yeah. Yeah, so, like, it gets hit for seven. It's like, okay, we're definitely not throwing, like, the the powerful melee character at that one anymore. Yep. Yeah. Much like Final Fantasy. Yeah, this is kind of like a, a bridge between, like... It's a very, like, Final Fantasy feeling Dungeons... And, or Dungeons & Dragons. I got it on the mind, Josh. I'm working on it. <laughs> That's good. That's I'm, good. Wor- yeah. I'm, I'm working on it. I, I, I actually got one... Perfect, one hundred percent commitment, and I got another hot lead. So okay, for players, hot. uh,
1: I uh, haven't ordered my my ranger miniature to paint yet, but
3: end of January ish, maybe start to you'll start to hear some things about it. Okay, some (laughs) okay, that'll that'll correspond right over with the Bills winning the Super Bowl. That'll be great. Uh, They they
1: uh, do also mention crests here. We have the sun, the star, the moon, water, and life. Each time you discover a crest, its symbol will be displayed. Listen carefully to the people who you meet. They will tell you where you can look to find the crest. So that's a huge part of this game that we will no doubt discuss extensively. Is the Overworld Prince Canuck theme, and it's interesting to me that they have Overworld themes attributed to the characters you play in the game. And I'm, I, it'll be tough to discern, but I, I guess I maybe could Google it and figure it out. But I'm curious whether you know, I don't know, is it like it changes once you get that character. Like when is it? I don't know. It's just, I'm, I'm, why are those? Why are there different ones? When are they employed? How does it work? Yeah, um, but yeah, they have different ones for different characters. The back half of the manual starts with a breakdown of the commerce offerings in population concentrations. Most typical shit, or mostly typical shit, but there are two new shops. One is the House of Healing. This is from the first game, I mean, two new shops. House of Healing, and for a fee you can detoxicate, which is a great word to choose for that. Uncurse or revive characters with those afflictions. And there are lottery huts, and you can score lottery tickets in the game from various things. And I guess maybe we could talk about that too. Like what is that? So you can get them from you get them from buying shit. I think you can find them from enemies or get them from enemies too. No? Jab? Yeah, I found them in chests. Oh no. Okay, yeah.
2: Oh, chest, yeah. I got them in chest and just somebody buying things. Somebody's like, "Here, have a lottery ticket too." I'm like, "What the hell do I do with this?" <laughs> You'll find at out. At first. Yeah. No, I did, but just, Yeah. yeah at
1: first. So yeah, you use them to win shit, and we'll get into what those prizes are later on. They then move into breakdowns of various shit that, you can be, that can be found in the game. We have weapons, armor, items, all of which are things you'd be familiar with from the first game before getting into spells, and we'll cover those as we obtain them and can speak to using them in practice. There are map and bestiary pack-ins that come with the game. The bestiary is all-encompassing with pixel art of each, and they've included weapon, armor, item, spell breakdowns as well. They each have a little illustrated art Thing to them, so that's very well done I would say. And the overworld map is illustrated very similar to the one in the manual and there you know, that makes for some interpretation to be had with that, just as there would be and should be for an actual adventure in that medieval world where exact replicas of everything can't be reduced to mathematics and 3D printed, so that's cool, I like that. <laughs> and there is cool artwork for key weapons, armor, shields, items on there too, as well as blurbs about each one of those, certainly with a read and they also have a bottom portion labeled the ultimate questions on this map that are hints for tough parts of the game by the de- developer's perception. And I actually lopped this part off with Photoshop before distroing to the boys here. And I also will not be using it. So those commonly... That FAQ is not going to be present, at least without some extra effort from... Um, Wait, what was this thing that you cut out? So I'm sorry, I kind of missed that. On the map... There's like a panel on the bottom th- quarter of it. Maybe.
2: Oh, I didn't even notice there was something there. Yeah, well, it's, that's because it's,
1: it's gone. That's why. <laughs> I, get, I get it now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So the, yeah. It's titled "The Ultimate Questions," and I mean, there's you know, I don't know. It's, it's probably, I didn't read it, but there's a lot of shit there. It, it, probably a dozen, maybe even more um, mm-hmm. things. Pretty like spoiler shit. Yeah, exactly. Not yeah. Not and not even just beginning of the game shit. There's stuff pretty far on, so... Oh, wow. Yeah, there's... Um, Thanks for getting rid yeah, of that. Yeah, you can cut some corners for sure with that stuff. And then there's one with dungeons that's labeled Labyrinth World of DW2 or Dragon Warrior 2 that has many of the dungeons in the game and too many, in my opinion, and I'm also not going to use this. There's... I mean, I saw... Hargon's Castle on there, which, you know, that's in the, the map for the first one, too... Uh, but these are these have like point P O I S labeled too. I don't know. Yes, yeah, I don't know. It's too much. I, no, not, I don't need all that shit. Yeah, I'm not a not a fucking fan of those. And I obviously will be mapping as I go anyway, so I'll have maps. Or I have map. I already have them. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll of course be posting those once Naturally. we um, once this episode drops. <laughs> That is the cave theme that will bring us into the first adventuring segment of each episode. And first, I kind of wanted to talk about, I guess, I I mean, yeah, just, I mean, basically just Jay's expectations of. This is the first time we're revisiting a story world with one of these, so it's a different thing than just being dropped into Dragon Warrior 1, Ultima in particular, <laughs> or Final Fantasy where you're just like, okay, here's a whole new story world right. and you know, you it, it kind of it almost, there's an expected baby handsing of that start because it's a whole new thing. This even though this is a long time ago there's still, I feel like there's some level of like you've been here welcome back, there's things we already know you know. Ha <laughs> Now, you know, uh, let's push forward in our story here. And, I, yeah, I'm just curious kind of how I know it's early and not all of that is going to have shown itself perhaps. But, yeah, just kind of what maybe your expectations going into it, how those might have been realized a little bit, yes or no, uh, here in the very beginning, and what they might be going forward.
2: Yeah, man, I I'm really just excited to see what's here. You know, after finishing the first one, It it was really kind of the original introduction to the grind, you know, even though we grind like we've talked about before in modern day games, but like from a looking back perspective, like, okay, the grind is here and honestly, I I was really excited to see where we're going to go. And even with that starting screen, because we, you know, I was excited to play this again. And with the starting screen there, like two people are walking behind you. So it's like, are we companion? Are we doing the companion system here? Like, uh, you know. And so, I was just really excited to see how that's going to get implemented and how that's going to work. And is it going to be smooth? Is it going to be weird? Like Ultima? Like I, clearly, Ultima's. I have much lower standards for a game like that. Much higher standards for a game like this. And so far, yeah, things are realized. I would say. I mean, it's, it's, as good as I remember. Like I said, like the controls and the UI is really smooth. Like I've got, I've gotten used to where to check for status and kind of. How to move around and do things and even the battles, which in my mind, I was still thinking of a turn-based Final Fantasy. Let me select a person to move them select the select a different person. I kind of like that things are group-based so that when I do a stop spell with my Magicka Prince, it, it does it for all the people that it, that, it, that it's targeting in that group. And I think that's fantastic. And yeah, I'm just... Very much a fan of this so far. Very much. Very much so. Hot,
1: hot, hot. Well, when you fire this fucker up in your NES or on your emulator, if it's 2022, they put a little extra even on the Lee Lee screen with this game. And and <laughs> I, I, I want to appreciate that. It's a, it's a large dragon holding an orb with the copyright holder shit on a banner above it. And Enix even tosses in, a, or tossed in, a little shimmer animation on the orb. So they just spared no expense, just for, even for the, where it normally would just be black text on a fucking white screen, or a, rather, white text on a black screen,
3: they even go a little extra uh, extra mile with this, and that's cool. That's where the budget for the uh, instruction manual cover went. <laughs> right, 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 right. Which Bucking I... G- that 50 bucks belongs to video development, sorry. yeah. Yeah. Then
1: they cut to a well-done pixel art rendition of a dark cave mouth, our POV hovering over a subterranean lake. Dragon Warrior Part 2 is up above the tunnel entrance on the rock face. And we begin to hear footsteps and can see a knight long down the tunnel carrying a torch. And he walks towards us till he hits the lake and stops. And there his torch illuminates the middle part of the title treatment, On the cave rock above him And then two more adventurers Then appear in the distance down that tunnel To his right and left And they also walk towards us To landing at his sides And their torches then fully light the cave And then also the title treatment And the title theme rips in (laughs) play as long as you want while they stand there at attention. And, yeah, that's fucking, that is just, I don't know, like, that's the idea that their torches, you know, each illuminate, it's just next level NES title screen fucking world building and attention to detail, you know, it's really well done. Yeah. So isn't your grandpa's Dragon Warrior. Right, 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 right. Yeah, the fucking um, advancements have been made since, I think, 87 is the copyright on that first Dragon Warrior. So, big moves in the last three years. Another fun ditty uh, then plays as you navigate some simple menu shit to name your character and pick message speed to get the game started. And what are your characters' names? Ha
2: <laughs> Ha. So, you would expect mine to be named Gentleman. Yes. <laughs> I However, I don't remember what happened, but... I'm sure it involved one of my children climbing on top of me or something, mm-hmm. but my character's name is Gentle Ma. <laughs> 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 that's yeah, that's yeah, great. Gentle Ma.
0: That's
1: great. I, so, I, I, I applaud yeah. you for leaving it. That's
2: good. Yeah, I thought about restarting it. I was just like, eh, I'm Gentle Ma. Uh, <laughs> the short is still gent like it would be otherwise, so whatever. It is what it is.
3: I'm actually surprised that you were able to get... I, it, It's... Particularly heartbreaking because you were actually able to fit gentlemen and all the way in there, right? And it just yeah, tragedy. I'm just jab. I wouldn't know how long the character thing, I, I don't know how many characters you can get. It's just JAB, all caps, if that matters. Hot, hot, hot. I, all the jab heads out there,
1: they exist. Get you fixed, yeah. I went with Todd uh, as is customary, Naturally. and so from there. A prologue starts, and as opposed to either me just droning on uh, about it uh, or uh, with the text, uh, maybe as we normally might do for something like this, I think it's 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 so fucking uh, there's there's so much that goes into it from the development standpoint of playing this thing out that I thought we would do a uh, almost a table play reading teleplay of of the thing that I kind of adapted from the actual sequence in the game. So each of us have parts here, and we will read this as it plays out on screen and hopefully it will paint such a visceral picture that will be almost like watching it on your television being piped from your NES. So
3: it's like I was there.
1: Right. So <laughs> the 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 cast will be the King of Moonbrook and King of Maidenhall. That will be played by Gentleman JB over here. All guard roles and the princess of Moonbrook will be played by Jab. And then demons and stage direction will be read by me. So, we begin with the prologue to the prologue. Many years ago, a young warrior who was the line of the great Urdric came to Alifgard and defeated the dreaded dragon lord, restoring peace to the land. For many generations, the descendants of that warrior ruled Alefgard and the surrounding lands, including the Kingdom of Moonbrook across the Eastern Sea from Alefgard. Internal Moonbrook Castle Courtyard Day There one day, the King of Moonbrook and his daughter, Princess of Moonbrook, were talking when the long years of peace ended suddenly.
4: What in the world is happening?
1: A guard rushes up to the king, gasping for breath.
3: (laughs) Majesty. The castle is besieged by the forces of Hargon the wizard. Hargon is
4: here? Alas, sire, it is so. Then we must ride forth and do battle, for these castle walls shall not stand long against the evil magic of Hargon.
1: A demon then appears from nowhere, just behind the guard. The demon slays the guard from behind with a single lancing from his trident, then encroaches on the king and princess. The king rushes forth. Hargon shall not rule unopposed. The king and demon exchange blows. The king prevails. As the demon falls, the king grabs the princess by the hand and they rush to the top of a nearby stairwell to perceived safety. Unexpected to the princess, the king stops.
4: Thy life is in danger, my daughter. Hide thyself now, and whatever happens to me, thou must be strong. But father. Hurry! I must go warn my cousin, the king. Of might
1: He rushes off, leaving her at the stairwell. Moments later, another demon appears between them, nearest to the princess.
0: Father, they are here!
1: The king turns to see the heathen closing on the princess. Oh, such a brave beauty! The king rushes back.
4: Touch her, and thou shalt not survive this day!
1: So... Thou must be the lord of this miserable sand castle But I think, not for long. The demon charges the king. A battle ensues, but the king again perseveres. As that demon perishes, two more appear at his flanks and swarm him. The king fights valiantly, but they are too much, and the great monarch falls.
0: No, father, no!
1: The princess runs towards him, drops to his side as the demons loom over them. Cut to... Internal, all around the castle, Day. Demons begin to appear everywhere on the grounds, descending on the numerous noble guards from all directions. Cut to, internal castle gate, Day. One guard fights his way towards the exit as, they, as the stationed guards battle another demon. He buries his sword in the back of the distracted demon and rushes past its writhing husk.
3: I must reach the king of Maidenhall and tell him of our defeat.
1: Cut to, external Moonbrook castle, Day. The guard escapes to the fields outside the castle, turns to take one last look as flames begin to engulf it from within before scampering off on his mission. Fade to External Midenhall Castle, Day. Exhausted and weary, the guard arrives at the castle gate before collapsing to the ground. The castle gate guards rush up with alarm. Thy wound looks serious. What has happened to thee? It's labored but the Moonbrook guard musters, explaining his intent.
3: Never mind me. I must see the king. I have evil tidings that cannot wait.
1: With much haste, they help him to his feet and lead him into the castle. Cut to internal throne room, day. The king of Maidenhall sits atop his throne. His prince sits at his side. A scribe and a sergeant come alive defensively as the guards enter with the bearer of terror. He does not wait for formalities
3: Hear me, O king. The army of Hargon the sorcerer has sacked Moonbrook Castle from whence I came. The evil of his magic is great, and I fear that he will soon rule all the world. Unless a monarch as great as thyself stands against him.
1: The king lets this news wash over him a moment before turning to the prince. Todd,
4: my heir, thou hast heard the tale of this man. I am old, and this task must fall to younger hands. Thy destiny lies on that difficult road, just as it did for Erdrich the Great. For thou art of the line of Erdrich, and his doom is thine.
1: Come with me now, if thou art ready. The king heads out the door. Without a word, the prince follows. Cut to Internal Royal Hall, Day. The king waits as the prince emerges from the throne room.
4: Open the treasure chest and prepare for thy journey. Now listen closely, Todd. Seek out worthy companions along the road. In Kanak and Moonbrook there are those who are also of Erdric's line. They will surely help thee to defeat Hargon's dark plot. Go now, my heir. Our fate is now in thy hands.
1: Fade out, and thy journey begins.
0: <laughs> that, that actually
3: went really much better than the uh, the practice.
1: <laughs> the, rehearsal does goes a long way. Rehearsal goes a long way. I thought my yeah. characters were really good, actually. It was all great. I, I see little doubt uh, that we'll all be getting a Peabody or some sort of... <laughs> some sort of recognition. <laughs> <laughs> some sort of dramatic recognition for that piece of... Uh, right. dr- dramatic integrity, that Shakespearean dramatic integrity <laughs> that we brought to that that, pe- that piece of writing. Uh, so yeah, the, you know, the beginning of that is a, a Star Wars text crawl kind of deal on a black screen to set things up before we fade into the castle, and that plays out before us. So we come out of that, and uh, as, as far as you know, you get you do a little bit of talking before you get into the game here. In the throne room, there's the guard and the scribe, as I mentioned, and the guard says, By land and sea and air will thy path lead, and in places I cannot see. And then the scribe says, It is difficult to see thee go, Todd. <laughs> and in that chest that the king mentioned, you get a copper sword and fifty gold, and you already have the leather armor. So First question, Jay even though they tell you, did you equip that shit right away?
2: Immediately. <laughs> Immediately and without it question. Didn't sound and like then I double checked and yeah. I was like, let me go check and make sure it's all equipped. Yes, yeah.
1: good. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's one little accessibility thing that can – did they say it in the game or is it in the manual? They did. Yeah. they, did no, they tell say you. it in the game. It's like, and, be sure to it. equip this.
3: <laughs> when you step outside of the throne room, one of the first – one of the guards you talked to was like, hey, you need to equip your shit. And I was like, I actually forgot. <laughs> that's, dead. Dope. that's dope of you to remind me. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to go out there and start punching slimes. <laughs> that's great. That's great. you probably still win.
0: Uh,
1: okay, so you are now in Meidenhall Castle. We haven't even seen the Outer World map yet, and you, this this starts playing out. So I think that – yeah, and that's – don't you – in the first one, do you get dropped outside the castle? Or do you start? I think you start right
3: before the king. I
1: can't remember. Right. Well, yeah, yeah, you start, you start, yeah, you start before the king, king and the, but do you actually walk out, or is it
3: – yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. You walk out because when you walk out, you see instantly the town right to the lo- to the right.
1: Right, 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 but I'm saying do you – physically have to walk out of the castle the first time or do you i feel like you start like after you have the king shit king interaction you get dropped outside the castle is what i feel like but i don't this, think yeah that's i true. think his
2: chambers might be like a little separate so it feels like you're going yeah
1: yeah it doesn't matter either way yeah the so we let's start with townsfolk chatter for the inhabitants of the castle the nearest guard, yes, as Jad mentioned, he specifically says, remember to equip thyself with weapons and armor when thou obtains such items. So, yeah, that's, I don't know. You, you just, there's just no way that you don't have some playtesting where people are like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I didn't know. And they're like, just have the fucking guard, right? Yeah. Just
3: put a guard and have him say this shit. <laughs> they called the coders on the weekend. They are like, hey, can you throw a guard in real quick? Like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There is a nearby damsel that says, Although it makes me sad, thou must go forth and seek thy destiny. Also a dude here. He says, If thy path leads west of this castle, thou shall reach the town of Leftwind." So they start setting up the, the overworld map for you and giving you some POIs to think about. And then there's a cat in the southwest corner. In Cannock there's a young prince, and Moonbrook has a princess. And had isn't a good word to hear there. <laughs> 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 yeah, the old man by the whirlpool says, one who sets foot upon the travel door is transported to a distant place. And Which, of he,
2: course, we did.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, he is the manager of Baby's First Whirlpool. It takes you to a small 2 by 2 underground room with a stairwell up to a one by 2 island with nothing but a shrubbery tile. And you of course can't get to it without a seafaring vessel, but you can see another small island nearby with a town on it. And I love this. It's such good game design and storytelling that there's a world out there to discover, but you, Dear Adventure, are not ready for it yet.
3: You know, and that's that's really fucking cool and really good job. Instantly you're just like, Oh, there's gonna like there's some shit that I'll need to do to yep. make this work. Yep. Especially I mean, with the context of Dragon Warrior One. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, especially yeah, because yeah, Dragon Warrior One, yeah, you don't, you know, you don't. Even, there's, there's no seafaring. You're not going anywhere but the main, mainland. You know, so explains to you that that is changed now. And a fun fact about this island, I recall from childhood. Jab, while unlikely, just by the sheer odds, you can get any random encounter on that one tile. Yeah, I was wondering about that when you, I saw this. Yes, and this ain't part of the overall map. You want that kind of late game smoke <laughs> when you're alone and rocking
3: tiddlywinks for equipment. So, yeah, it's you can yeah, I'm not sure what's there, but like, you know, I with the understanding that like, yeah, you're not even anywhere near the idea of being able to approach this yeah. town, That means that you can't approach the enemies there either.
1: Yeah, I smell baboons, Jeb. <laughs>
3: Did you try it? Did you actually mess around there?
1: No, I didn't do it enough, but I remember it happening, and it's it, it's fucking it's heat for sure. That yeah, you're you're not making it, you know. If you get lucky enough to evade and run, maybe you survive. But if you go even one turn with whatever the hell you bump into there, you are not living. <laughs> so that's cool. There is a dog in town, or In the castle, it says woof woof. And when you return to the throne room, the scribe has new chatter now. He says, "Thou art." Now as strong as an ox and twice as good-looking. That is very good. And I had raised my level to 2 for that. I wonder if he says that if you're still at level 1 or not. I'm not sure. Uh, that would be interesting to know. That's actually like a, a progression dialogue change. Yeah. And the throne room guard also changes up. He says, I would come with thee, Todd, but my place is here besides the king. And yeah, Sure, bro. Sure. Yeah, sure, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what i would say
3: yeah likely fucking story prick <laughs> <laughs> you got a pretty fucking cake job you can't blame him. right for exactly yeah
1: you though. got the cakest
3: of cake jobs uh yeah, hargon's the- out there we need you to stay and protect the king like yeah i'm on it <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: i'll be here uh, fucking keep whatever me- you need i don't know i gotta yeah. I'll work overtime keep what me up keep me work. abreast <laughs> to how it's going i'll be here doing this job the you know, i'm gonna go grab a castle wench yeah <laughs> The king will, of course, let you record your deeds on the Imperial Strolls of Honor and closes out with, all of us await the day that Hargon is cast down. And do you think that'll happen in 2023,
3: dudes? Absolutely. 23. It should. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll Maybe happen. Maybe 2022. Exactly a year. I think it took... We'll t- get excited about it and like kind of grind a little bit.
1: It took us almost a year with Final Fantasy, I think.
2: I'm just saying... I'm surprisingly like I don't know what level you have to be to beat the game, but I have ventured far more than I expected. Like Uh, this game might be done in 2022.
1: Jay, I wish I could grab your, I wish I could grab your cheek and pinch it. You cute little fucker, you. You you cute little RPG neophyte, you. You're fucking adorable, bro. As far as available commerce in the castle goes, there is a House of Healing hut in the northwest corner, though I don't think it's functional. Homey is just an informational kiosk for other franchisees, and there is an inn and a tool shop by the exit. The inn is four gold, and there's just medical and antidote herbs at the shop, 15 and eight gold respectively. I scored one of each right away, so I had a safety valve out in the wild, and I got my first lottery ticket. Complimentary as a result. So right away, they were, they were trying to fucking get me to go down the dark, dark road of a gambling addiction here. <laughs> were they successful? we will we'll talk about it later. There's a room on the east side with a couple locked doors of different-looking varieties. One gate keeps a stairwell in the northeast corner, and the other stands between you and a treasury patrolled by a guard. <laughs> That is the battle theme that will bring us into the Bestiary Annals and Tales of the Grind segment of each one of our episodes for this quest. So let us start with the Bestiary Annals, and which one of you motherfuckers do I want to let take my monsters first? Oh, let because <laughs> I didn't do this.
2: So there are so many, so many beasts that we saw. Actually
1: there are not there are very few
2: not that many yeah <laughs> i'm like volume wise i beat a lot of creatures but really, I know, like six of them but first what the f is a ghost mouse <laughs> like, that is my first one.
0: Like, they they
1: look like a mouse. They yeah, are rim, looks, they, they are the early game rim wreckers is what they are.
2: <laughs> it, looks, it looks like it's doing Olay. Like it's like my son was trying to mat like follow the character, so he's like doing this pose like this I'm like yeah, I don't know what it is. It's it's like a blue it's wearing like a blue dress with like a little twisty <laughs> I don't know, man. Really weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting but, choice for an early game one too, yeah it it is uh I don't know. It's kind of like the the early game shit in the first one is very straightforward. Slime, Tricky, you know, yeah. fucking ghost. <laughs> and I,
0: and Although it, the ghosts
1: were very wacky, I suppose they were. That was a very goofy sprite. So there is yeah, a had
3: a little hat on,
1: right? Yeah. So there's right? a level of humor might be an overstatement, but there is a tonality to this story world that's a little Kitchy? kitschy, kitschy, tongue in cheek yeah. kind of doesn't exactly take itself. As seriously, perhaps as a Final Fantasy or an Ultima does, you know. So
2: yeah, I would agree. I would agree. But these these crazy little weird sprites with their <laughs> with their cool little vision, uh, they have they twelve health. Um, as far as XP, when you beat them, you get five to six HP, and then gold. Uh, I think it's pretty much the same. Uh, yeah, five to six gold Kay. as well. So standardly Let's... low.
1: Let's, let's go ahead to, I mean it's they, they have uh, if you use the the wiki for these and you don't have to have them for now but for later let's let's actually do the the AP the attack power the defense and the agility too because those are actually r- relevant things that I think I agility in, in particular is one of the first times in video games where agility has true utility
0: <laughs> to
1: the game's mechanics uh, which is different than most of our previous fucking um, um. RPGs.
2: I got to find something else to use because I can't use the thing you sent me. It's so like, it's so right. Very, yeah. Very,
1: yeah. Very, I, very, I, so. I use the dragon quest wiki as the best way to get these. And you can actually, it'll, it allows you to select, you can look up them. You can look up the monster and then actually look up the game that it appears, the appearance, the game appearance that you want to consult. Uh, Cause obviously a lot of these enemies appear in multiple games. So yeah, like I said, we don't have to worry about it this time, but okay. So yeah, let's move it on to the next one. Uh, with that that's
3: me. No. Well, I guess, yeah, we can alternate. That's a good way to do it. I forgot we did that. That's a great way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Uh, I, I can't help you with any of the information about this thing, but um, I immediately found the magicians to be a funny sprite. They are. Because awesome. they, look like, uh, they look like, you know, I know this is going to... We've already ruined our uh, our British Isles fans with all of our terrible English accents. And the and uh, the dramatization that we did. So now we're going to dig into our ICP fan base. <laughs> um, these guys, he looks like a look like clowns. Guy. Yeah, they look yeah. like clowns. I agree. Yeah. I, I concur. They, they, they like that. That goof, it's like a triangle nose. Is it not? It's like a goofy shaped nose. Like it's so blurry, but yeah, they just—they've they, got a really goofy look to them that I like. And I, now that I'm looking at the the game literature, I see that they advance and become even more insane, clown posse. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, gonna be a treat left and right for this. Big shout out to the uh, ICP community, though—they're actually pretty cool. Uh, Dark Carnival is like a really nice thing. They're allies. They're good people. Uh, what are they called? They have a name. What do they call The uh, the Dark Carnival? No, the
1: like the the fan base has a name for themselves. Oh, it's the, called Juggalo. the Juggalos. Oh, the Juggalos, that's it. Yeah good how did I forget that. Yeah, right? good fucking pull, Jay. Yeah, God man. damn I, that was grew yeah. Yeah. I grew up in Ohio. More, I
2: I had a one of my best friends growing up like, he dragged me to one of those concerts.
1: Oh my He's God,
0: really? Wow. Yeah, yeah.
1: I would pay so much money to see you as a teenager in an insane clown. I wasn't
2: dressed like <laughs>
1: you. Yeah, I did not assume. <laughs> I did not assume as such. It's still a funny thought, either way. I, uh, if you would have I, uh, just told
3: me that you were, I would have lost my mind. Yeah. <laughs> I figured that you were not, but anyways, that concludes the Dragon Warrior Podcast. We're just gonna talk about this experience now. So <laughs> <laughs> I hear more about that. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. That
1: was pretty pretty nuts, man. Yeah. Pretty nuts. That uh, was probably a pretty wild experience. How old were you?
2: No, nah, I think uh we were like eighteen or nineteen. I think we
0: shit. We, uh, I can't shit. remember Holy if we shit, had yeah.
2: graduated yet and if we were like freshmen in college, but it was definitely if not, we were like seniors, but I'm it was around that time frame.
1: Oh man, yeah. I this and I well, I guess. Well, I don't know. I, I don't. Are like they? It is too like risque for to be a child. I mean, but I'm sure. It's oh te- yeah, I mean, te- you definitely te- couldn't. Teenagers still probably go though. You never
3: fucking know. yeah.
2: But well, like it's, I said, uh, I mean, we were we were like 18 for sure, 18 ish. For sure. Time.
1: Huh. I mean,
3: they're like all family. Like I, I watched a documentary on the dark carnival, and they like it, which happens in Columbus. Um, well, I it's, it's really it probably just,
1: changed like, a lot, too, though, you. though, because I, I would and this is all conjecture. I know nothing about this,
0: <laughs> but
1: I more than I want to, in, in my perception, that's something that because, you know, that's that's a group that has grown over the last 20 years. What they are now as a fan base is probably very different because they are simply older and more mature as a group as a human beings, than they would have been 20 years ago. You they would think. have been, yeah, they would have been 18, 19, 20, maybe even younger 20-year-old, early 20s kids, which just naturally have a lot more testosterone and stupidity in them <laughs> than 40-year-olds 40, than 40 do. So it's probably a very different experience going to one now, and it is probably a lot more uh, fucking communal and accepting <laughs> and just warm because, you know, they're older people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My Either way, I'm not taking my
2: kid to a place where people, yeah. chicks are going to be like climbing on people's shoulders, taking their tops off. Like, it's uh, still that.
1: Oh, no. man. I went, my uncle took me to Ozfest. I think I was, it would have been, I might not even have been 19. I was 18. And we went to Ozfest together. And yeah, that is yep. probably a little, lo- I mean, because Ozfest, again, I don't know what it is now, I've if, heard the, of that. if it even exists now. It's, I mean, it's a huge thing, multi stage. Kind of deal, and it's out of Blossom. More Ohio geography for you, fucking Blossom. <laughs> Blossom Music Hall. What the fuck they call it? The Blossom Music Center, I think. Music Center, yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's like they had you know, they had modern, newer bands too. It's not like all older, whatever. It's like a very, a pretty varied music festival. But, oh, you know, again, like my perception of ICP. I don't know. Just more Ozfest is probably more mainstream. I would, I would think ICP is a little more niche and a little more goofy oh, yeah. of, of an environment, uh, but probably similar in tone as far as whether or not you'd want a child there.
0: Anyhow,
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. okay. Well, my first one is not a Juggalo; it, it is a. I'm, I'm going to go with slime, just because, just to put some respect on the slime's name. <laughs> I think it easily get glossed over here. It's just up oh, fucking slimes again. But I wanted to take some time and appreciate these little dudes. And they, are, yeah, again, we talked about the ghost a moment ago. They are like still really cute little blue dudes. Very disparate. It's like, it's funny. Out of all the things from this video game, or this lineage of video games, this historically appreciated and celebrated video game story world, it's probably the most iconic mm-hmm. thing. Like you yeah. see, you know those little fucking pixel art art things, like the little three D fucking things people build, and there's just all this shit on Etsy. Basically, like half the Dragon Warrior, Dragon Quest shit on, that you can find on Etsy is the slimes because they are just eternally appreciated because they had a perfect like kind of again like Jay we were talking about with Little Nemo. The, the they they Pixar the shit out of these, you know, oh, for with sure. like the, the cute little face on on this little fucking creature. So yeah, really really cool and interesting. I think that they have become such an iconic part of of the story world when they could have they they on the surface should be just the most mundane part of it
2: <laughs> for sure i mean we played dragon warrior 1 and we finished that like if you recall right around the time that dragon warrior 11 hit game pass and so like I turn on my Xbox and I just see, it like, a big smiling slime, like, play, try, you know what I mean? Is that the you key art? Yeah,
3: it's not surprising to me. Yeah, not, <laughs> not surpri- or the, t- the title screen or something,
1: yeah, that's not surprising at all.
3: Yeah. yeah, the slime is to Dragon Warrior basically what the Black Mage is to Final Fantasy I, I would say. Like, that iconic. Not dissimilar, yeah, I agree. And furthermore, as, to put a little more respect on their name, um, without slimes, Hargon never falls. What would you hey, train on? Are you, I don't know if you're You go step to some something. ghost mice, you're going to get smoked. About, yeah. Slugs. You'd have to fight the slugs. You might get smoked. The sl- <laughs> you
0: might get smoked.
1: Yeah, yeah. They are very low on the food chain for sure. By the numbers, they have H- 6 HP. Their attack power is 8. Defense is 5. Agility 3. XP 1. Gold 2. And they have no useful resistances or special abilities because, yes, they are the lowest of the low on the Torland food chain. Jay, what's your next?
2: The Centipod. Oh, yeah, um, fucking... I freaking hate seeing those things.
1: That's probably the roughest thing that's part of this segment.
3: Or this Dude. first time in the game where you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, if there are these in group, like, I'm going after that one first because it's going to be a, it, it's going to take a little bit, you know. Um, they have 20 health power. Um, you get XP, eleven XP when you defeat them, and a, a whopping thirty gold, which is pretty, pretty nice, and I think appropriate for the challenge.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I concur. I concur. You know, the next one I'm going with was a favorite of mine when I was a kid, because looking back, I remember getting, uh, getting caught up in like, I would just like if you encounter one of these too early, I don't know that you're in danger, but you're. Gonna be busy for a while, and that's the healer.
2: Oh yeah,
3: nice. yeah.
1: That's a bit yeah. That 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 type of support character. That, this is where that's a really good one to talk about actually, Chad, because that is a support character, and they will make they will you, know, you can you can count on them standalone, and then they're pretty benign. But yes, as a support character, one that's not possible without with single enemies, of course. <laughs> Every enemy in the first one had to have an offensive function or.
3: It was purposeless because it... Yeah, it could support itself, but it, it it had to be offensive. Right. So, yeah, so the idea of a character that is cleric-esque.
1: And clerics still have some offensive function, maybe something even more useless than that uh, from an offensive say, perspective. You might say healer. Uh, yeah, right, you might, yeah. So, yeah, so just, yeah, it, it it's a really interesting new dynamic that makes the opposition in this game
3: more dynamic mm-hmm. for sure. And that's like, yeah, when you encounter them, it's it's kind of like seeing that town, you know, on that island. You're just like, oh, this is different than it used to be. Yep. You know, and like, you know, I encountered one alone, and I got, you know, I got stuck on it in like level one or something. You got to like, a very particular set of circumstances has to arise for you to get through it. But once you encounter them in a group, yeah, I mean, it, it can like, it can kind of change the game a little bit. Sure.
1: Specialized labor was the key to a human advancement, to civilization advancement, <laughs>
3: uh, which was actually built through slavery. Yeah, uh, but yeah.
2: yeah. You, you encounter
3: one of these hill slimes, you got to go nuke mode. <laughs> <laughs> like, and yeah. it's fireball immediately because they oh, that's a good point. You see? know, I didn't, I didn't notice that. Well, no, no, no. That part I understood. Yeah, I, I kill them immediately. But I wonder if um, you know, in a in a nature sense, uh, if they're they must be related to healers. I'm sorry, to slimes. That's certainly how I'm going to roleplay it. These are slimes that are I mean, different. they are heel slimes. That have developed
1: so. a... a that, that through evolution have developed a a mechanism with which to help them survive, yes. Yeah, I like that. Yep. My second one will be the army ants. And speaking mm-hmm. of support characters and a different way of developing difficulty into the battle system of this game relative to the first these little fuckers can call for help do so you know they do they use this capability it says call for backup and when it's successful another army ant joins the fray and again in low numbers, early on in the game, less of a problem. Later in the game, this functionality is a real bitch.
0: <laughs>
1: so, yeah, it's a it's a very interesting way to again make the battles more dynamic for sure. <clears throat> um, oh my like...
2: gosh, that happened to me this morning for the first time. Like before, I would play the run into those, and they would call for help, and nothing, would no one would show up. I would kill it, and not not a problem. This morning, I'm playing. And I got the three ants down yeah. to one. He called for help. That yeah. would called for help. And I was back to three. And I was like, what the? Yeah. Oh, yeah. now you're going and, down. And that's the spell thing, too. Time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and like that, I talk about it all the time with this. Like these games are perceivedly so basic. And whenever these NES games, I talked about this for Little Nemo, some of the stuff, the bottle, the, the boss battles at the end and stuff. Like whenever one of these basic games can do something to you. You're like, you just, fuck, I did not see that coming.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: like I was not, I was not, I was really, really not prepared for that. And this, yeah, you can be, you know, you're in a fucking, you're in the cave and you're like, oh, I just need to get this one thing. I can get the fuck out of here. My HP's here. Yeah. I should be fine. And this kind of battle, uh, random encounter, can monkey wrench the shit out of that. Because your little math system of how much HP you have and how many battles. Okay, I should only be able to get in three battles before I hit that stair. Like, that may not be the case. This is essentially like getting in multiple battles in one. And that, fuck, yeah, really throws your math off. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it's yeah, very, very, very Interesting. Uh, introduction to the, to the gameplay here and yeah, so these are the, like pretty cool sprite too. I like them there It's an army ant, of course so it looks like an ant, but it's a green body because you know Of course army ant. it's got red eyes. Mm-hmm. I take that so by the numbers it has 13 HP the attack power is 19 defense is 13 agility 8 XP 4 gold 2 and just you know just in general the num- with the numbers on this one like the numbers are it's a It's high it's like a higher like the numbers are bigger uh, just in general, here, you know, like I don't know, like this early stage game attack power nineteen, like what the fuck does that mean number wise? Like the advanced enemies are doing like insane amounts, you know, which is the, different than the first yeah. one.
3: Uh, they they have, they have I guess the sim- simplest way to say it is they have scaled up substantially from the first game, um, much more to like yeah. The f- battles have a, d- a very different feel immediately to them. Uh, it's it's just a little different. Yep. Jay, what is
1: your
2: third and final bestiary animal entry? Uh, I got to go with the hated but often battled Babel. Motherfucker took my. I knew at least one of them was <laughs> taken. The freaking Babel. It looks like a, a splattered green little like gelatin slime. But, I mean, they can poison you, which is super annoying. And early on, like low level... Definitely got to target that bad boy. Uh, they have 13 health, zero magic, 16 attack, 13 defense, 9 agility. Uh, give you 6 XP and 4 gold for defeating them. But they are freaking everywhere and show up frequently in bunches. Well, not everywhere. They're they're west. I would say west of the monolith is where you're well, using. Yeah. You I would say I spent most of my time there, so yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's yeah. That's this game. this is also one of mine, and I am endeared to these for a, a reason that's you're not even capable of because you haven't played the game enough to 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 be aware of. But I appreciate these and I'm endeared to them because they are the predecessor to the rare and wondrous metal babble, mm-hmm. which in this game take the place of metal slimes from the first game as the rare encounter that can be oh, a okay. huge. HUGE XP correct, correct. come up if you can somehow topple them despite their insane AC. That's uh, fair. Yeah, so this one is, is, of course, not metal, though. It's just, yeah, green and cute. And it, interesting thing about the wiki with this, it's listed as, yes, a bubble slime, not a babble, which is certainly a more literary, literary – Literally appropriate moniker, and uh, would shed some light on what those little green pixels above the main mass are. If you look at the the, the actual pixel, it's got those little dots above it. Yeah, this is one of those ones. God, I don't know how many there were in Final Fantasy, but there were a bunch of like, I don't know. I just, I, I in my mind, they look like a snail or something. You know, like it's just something that I looked at once and never really, really parsed again and they're just not what like what they actually are is not what was in my mind and it's, it's funny to
3: funny to me how again child's brain can do that yeah it's like the bad men in final fantasy you're yep, like right okay got it I, I see the sprite and then you stop and look you're like he's just bending over <laughs> picking up change off the ground i don't understand right yep yes very different um yeah babbles are fun i've been role playing uh that babbles aren't actually a creature they are just like muck that you encounter out in the world and sometimes you step in it and you twist your ankle and that's a hit point of damage or you step in it and you get an infection and you're poisoned. Yeah, so it's just it's more environmental than in, uh, than, a, than a monster.
1: I yeah they, they yeah they can poison you, but I, like that. I feel like it's pretty rare. like I fought so many before it actually happened getting poisoned I mean that it was to the point where I was questioning whether I was misremembering whether they were capable of that
2: what you know it's happened at least five times uh, it got me several times like immediately must have just been I think you're the you're the exception yeah the
1: random number table falling my way the fucking RPG god smiling upon the
3: Jab what's your last last one is the big rat oh the big rat Um, only because I like uh, they are big rats there he's a he's a chunky boy (laughs) And, and the sprite has a very—he's—he's uh, uh, he's in the position of the—the the classic "come at me, bro." <laughs>
1: yeah, he is a yeah, uh, fucking badger. Uh, badger show that my my whole—well, we'll talk about it when we play the game. But I gotta—I got—I um, got gotta, yeah. a whole thing with with uh,
3: that posture for my oh, my animal companions. <laughs> okay. let's, let's party! Um, but yeah, um, I, I'm here now. It says 16 hit points um attack 19 defense 11 agility 15 experience 6 gold 5 so um you know they're they're not intimidating they're easy to kill uh when you grind you really you want to be on the well I suppose we should save that yep that is that that is the next segment but you know what that's a fantastic what we
1: call what we call in the biz Jay or Jeff uh segue because like we, yeah, you, yeah, we are next going to talk about Tales of the Grind. So, by all means, tell us about your Tales of the Grind.
3: <laughs> As you can see, I don't need to read the show notes because I just know it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an, me. ingrained. It's ingrained. Show-ma- it's like all of my... Showmanship is in my blood. <laughs> uh, it's like all of my guard voices that I was able to make up in like two seconds. Like, and you guys can't... You just can't do what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I grind, I ground, uh, to the west of Maidenhall, um, up around the north part of that inland sea next to the shrine. Uh, you can catch some babbles there and some magicians and then like big rats and whatnot to like kind of round it out a little bit. But the, uh, the magicians obviously can throw a little wrench in your plans by hitting you with fireball which will do damage and necessitate some sort of healing or return to town which sucks. But the babbles are mostly innocuous and <laughs> innocuous and they have a pretty good reward behind them as uh, Jay just talked about. So uh, that's where I was grinding at first. It's going to change very soon right now, but I suppose that'll have to be for the next episode. What what level were you at before you tackled the our our main quest points i grinded a lot because i just turned my emulation speed up and it's a good way to round out the night just listening to star trek mindlessly in the background so i want to say i was like man i'm at i'm at 12 right now i want to say i was at like eight nine maybe before i did the first thing
1: okay something
3: like that okay
1: jay talk to us about your grind
2: so yeah, I spent a lot of time west of Kanik, uh, so north of that Pen- Moonbrook Peninsula, we'll call it, that monolith there. Found a lot of rats there, a lot of slimes, a lot of ants, things like that. Um, and I would find that if I went really far west, you know, beyond where that the cave is and everything, you'd have those army ants, and so you'd end up getting a lot of XP, a lot of gold there. But really, I would kind of really stay around that peninsula. Because at first, I wasn't when I wasn't sure where to go, um, I went south and went through that monolith. And so I was really on that northern Moonbrook Peninsula. But then like multiple centipedes, centipods, magicians, and then a couple things. I was like, these things are not on the uh, list right now. Yeah. It's, a, and, it's, a, it's
1: important to note that that grinding, if you were on the Moonbrook Peninsula, must have occurred after. Our quest points
2: no hmm. no no i'm saying i went over there before when i wasn't sure where to go you can't go over there
1: i don't think you can yeah you definitely can yeah
2: you absolutely can
1: no you, you, need, can't. you need a stop companion you. to go through that monolith
3: well is that true it is
1: true the guard the guards stop you they they walk out and st- I, we can talk about it when we get there but
3: they walk out and they stop you they 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 stand in your way you can't go through they absolutely stopped me one time but i yeah, I'm. I'm gonna defer to you here. I, I feel. Oh like well. I, got through. I guess I don't
2: have proof of that. I didn't
1: return. Oh, okay.
3: Okay. That's fine. That's
2: fine. So I guess.
3: I mean, it's possible. But why would they let you through? I mean, I like. I can't think of what changed that they were like. Yeah, you're good to go. Well, he was. Pl- so, I, he was playing after. Well,
2: yeah. To to clarify though, I spent a lot of time, not knowing where to find the key with my companion. So right. like that. So most yeah. of my grinding, yeah, definitely took place after. But before. Mm-hmm. So before though. I would spend some time grinding east of Kanik because, you know, I figured that the place we have to go, that spring and stuff is out there. So I'd spend time like just east of there, grinding up to get to like level seven ish, and then I went to the cave.
1: I want it to be
2: Yeah, or the spring rather.
1: Where the monolith they stop you the first time. They tell you that. Mm. But if you come back they're like, fuck, fine. <laughs> like, like, I want that to be the case. I want that to be true. So there's a part of me that want that that, that would be fantastic. And I didn't, I did not try that. So I'm curious. It would be amazing if they if they give you that freedom. That would be incredible.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it was surprisingly quick, and I appreciated that to get to like level seven or so in terms of grinding. Like it wasn't really that much grinding before going that way. So you know, once I was kind of like, all right, I guess I'll go back west now. You know, and and then. When I kind of set foot down there with my companion, not knowing where to go, like okay, maybe the silver key is down here, and I was getting smacked up. I was like, "All right, I'm not supposed to be here yet. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is not you're you're quite the place. You are
1: conveying yet. that loud and clear, RPG. <laughs> I understand. So I just grinded like right outside of it, in that area,
2: you know, northwest uh, and that got the job done.
1: Word. Well, I obviously started outside the castle where you find mostly maybe even only slimes and big slugs. It's one damage versus 3 damage per turn. It's like very specific and simple math.
0: <laughs> you <Yeah>, welcome <laughs>
1: welcome to your first grind math problem, brave Adventure. So I got to level 4 there uh when a sli- and that's when a slime first ran for me and that's always the it's always nice. the it's always a thing that Sticks in my head. The first time in an RPG where the enemies yeah. run from you, it always stands like, out to me.
2: Like, did that, the first time it happened to I'm like, did that happen? Did he run? All yeah. right, all right. I'm yeah. doing Yeah, ride. exactly.
1: Yeah. I'm coming along. The guy in the the guy in the throne room about me looking like an ox, is, he's not bullshitting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he actually meant that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank yeah. You. So, yeah, that's when I first ventured west to Left Wind. And just a few little mechanic things that I noticed while doing this. One little dialogue, or not even dialogue, but copy change, I guess. Instead of excellent blow when you get a crit, it says tremendous blow tremendous. in this game. Tremendous. Yeah, I which yeah, which is yeah. A, a fun little change. And yeah, we talked about we've just fucking mentioned it in passing a few times, but enemies will have treasure chests in this, not just gold, which is a cool thing. I had completely yeah. forgotten until the first time I got one, and yeah, obviously you can get herbs and lottery tickets and all sorts of shit, which is cool.
2: Dude, I didn't I didn't realize that at the first. And my first chest, I got, like, a bamboo stick. And I was like, oh, what is a stick? Like, I'm thinking this is a <laughs> <so special laughs> Dude, I'm holding <laughs> on to it the whole time. So <laughs> hurting, and I was just like, this is nothing. Like, I'm this tossing this. This is a shitty stick. weapon. Bamboo yeah, that's
3: <laughs> fucking great. And you actually never have to deal with it because you start the game with a copper sword. Yeah. yeah.
2: I and I didn't so so I didn't like, know. I just thought it was like a special item that I used to like do something with until I was just like, No, forget this stick, it's gone. No,
3: there was bamboo stick in one too, and if you remember it was like, you know, it's the cl- it's it's actually, you know, it's it's really fu- it's a really fun instance in Dragon Warrior One, which is like, do I wanna go heavy on the armor and light on my offense, or do I wanna get the club and go with the clothes? So do right, I go bamboo stick true. and leather, or do I go club and clothes? But in this, the king's just like, yeah, here's a sword. Which, like, you know, that's always funny to me, too, is like these RPGs start and they're like, oh my God, the world's so fucked up. Like, only you can save us. And, like, here's 10 gold and a stick. <laughs> <laughs> right. I appreciated this sword. If even the stick. Defense. Yeah. <laughs> if even the stick. But yeah, you get a copper sword in this one. And so, like, bamboo stick is entirely redundant. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> So poisoning, we have talked about this too, but uh, the mechanics of this in this one is
1: one damage every four steps, and I can't how can't recall how that is relative to the first game if it was the same or what. But yeah, every four steps you take a, a damage, and there is no life loss in cities or castles though, which is kind That's awesome. Yeah, kind but unrealistic design choice.
3: <laughs> I disagree. Actually, the world map is zoomed like way out. Right. Yeah, and I know. Much I know further distance of travel.
1: But whatever the math would be should transition then, not
3: be entirely nerfed. Sorry, they didn't have enough transistors to run those, <laughs> to run that, that know, math man. for that math I like
2: thing. the idea of mathematically, oh my gosh, I have 12 steps to get home. And then you get to the city and it's like, oh, safety, like you're good. Mm, like, yeah. It doesn't matter that they decided in this particular town, because you can't come in at different entrances, like... And that that's why you're a Dragon away. Warrior player and
1: not yeah. an Ultima player, Jay. Because in oh. Ultima, they were like, you get to that town, it's like, not only are you not alive yet, but the fucking castle's huge, so you're not fucking gonna, you're gonna die Dude.
2: going over there for sure. Oh, that game should be never be spoken about. We should banish it from the airwaves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So I have, I almost nothing
1: good to say about that game. <laughs> yeah, we have fucking many 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 hours of episodes uh expounding upon that very fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So the inventory is limited to eight items, and multiples of the same item don't stack. And I very quickly uh, was reminded of this and ran into the problems that it poses in this game. Early on, and obviously as you get more characters and your slots expand, it becomes less of a thing. But early on, uh, especially when you're so concerned and reliant on those healing items and shit, it can be a little bit of a pain in the ass, the... Like, the, yeah, the two medical herbs that you might take out take up two of eight total slots, and that's Suck City. And, yeah, you throw in the thing, the the fact that you're getting these lottery tickets thrown at you left and right, which, oh my you know, you want yeah. to save because maybe I'll get some cool shit if I have these. But, like, you know, you got to fucking
3: choose to pitch those out sometimes just to stay alive with your, your necessary items, your essential items. I literally – I wrote down on my notes, which are not in the room right now, but I, I specifically remember this one. But it came down to, like, me – needing to throw out yeah i found a chest and there was an herb inside of it and i needed that herb and i was like looking at my inventory and i needed everything else there's a bunch of lottery tickets and and i looked at the copper sword and i was like oh fuck (laughs) i I dropped the copper sword for the herb because that's what i needed to do and 30 years ago you know time you know, some sort of, like, time warp shit. Like, 30 years ago, I'm sitting in my room, and I was just like, ugh. Like, obviously, my I got a pain in my chest because <laughs> 38-year-old Jeff Burns threw away a copper sword, which is, like... Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable fucking uh, value system. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm also role-playing as a bronze sword, by the way. Yeah. Copper is no good as an edge weapon unless you put some tin in it. Maybe they do. Metallurgy is, you know, I'm sure that. Then those. you call it, no, 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 no. Then I'll you call it bronze. It's, uh, a, it's an alloy of copper and tin.
1: Well, on the upside, if you do choose to sell those lottery tickets for inventory space, they are worth 53 gold. And that, that is not. That's actually ooh. pretty high. Yeah, that's not nothing for early game. That's not bad. Economics. So, yeah, I fucked around. And, yeah, I, I, I actually ground for my. Uh, after I had left uh, for Leftwin, the, the place that I would bop around in is over that bridge to the west of Canuck on the way to the Lake Cave. There's that little, okay, yeah. like in, in between the rivers there, there's uh, a little forest area that had a pretty nice combination of the, the babbles. Occasionally a magician, army ants kind of deal where, yeah, I, I grounded on them quite a bit. Yeah. And, yeah, I didn't set out for the Spring of Bravery until I hit level 10. So that's when I began Whoa. the hard-core, hardcore questing. I'm always very conservative
2: on that front. <laughs> level 10, that's impressive. I thought I was going, I I was going to overkill going out there at level 7, because uh. stuff was, like, running from me, things were dying.
0: You probably were.
1: Matters. We'll get into it, but, again, I'm not using the maps. I'm not using any tips. I'm not using anything. And I don't remember everything. Else. I guess even anything, maybe, to some degree, considering the uncertainty and the way my whole thing played out with with the actual second half that we'll get into in the next segment so let's talk about that shit <laughs> That is the Molroth battle theme, bringing us into our final questing segment of the side quest pod. And the area outside of Maidenhall, this is where we're talking about heading out of the initial area now uh, into the rest of the lands that we'll have to journey across to get to our story point. Uh, for our stopping point, rather, and the area immediately outside of Maidenhall is grassy plains. There is a mountain range impasse to your east that will funnel you south to a bridge you can cross. If you think you're about about it, like P, right at the jump. <laughs> I know I am not though, and I am a seasoned vet when it comes to this shit. So I'm not crossing any bridges because I know bridges mean harder enemies in Dragon Warrior games. <laughs> so I did not. I was not done enough to do that. Uh, Heading west from the castle, or north, you'll start to see drakes, iron ants, wild mice, and the dreaded early math-wrecking, yes, Jay's favorite, ghost mice, as you pass through a forest running along a small marsh and some desert, which are really weird biomes to have right next to each other before reaching leftwind. And there are slugs in that desert too, and that's not a smart choice on their part, so those are very dumb slugs, uh, considering the arid nature of a desert. And uh, Left wing is smaller than the castle, with everything spinning off a small spring smack in the middle of town. And this joint has all the capitalism staples. It has an inn for six gold a night, a tool shop with the base herbs, and a wing of wyvern for 80 gold. An actual functioning house of healing, and then a weapon and armor shop. So the new shit for sale here yeah. is the club, 60 gold, copper sword at 100. Magic knife at 200, chain cycle at 390, chain mail at 480, and the leather shield at 90. And I copped that shield as soon as I rolled up the first time, and I rarely half step an upgrade, so I saved to take Todd to full chain before continuing on my journey. Did you, how did you guys handle your commerce here in
2: Left Hand? I definitely also grabbed the leather shield as soon as I was able to. Um, yeah, I, I think I had to wait until I came back with more gold. Of and, course,
0: of
1: course. If you're rolling the left one for the first time with 900 gold, you did something way <laughs> wrong.
0: <laughs> I, mean, but I, I
2: definitely made it a point to come back, like all right, like noted this is my next upgrade. Like this is the amount of gold I need. I will come.
1: Back did you here. do any? Did you do any half step? of though, did you like grab the magic knife, or did you just save for the?
2: the no, game? because I I I kind of knew since talking to the the king that he says, you know, like his brother or the the other guy is magic basically. And that I have no magic. So I was like, why would I grab this magic knife? Like, that, mm. that doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to well, save. Logical. I, but
1: there, there you go again approaching these games like they're based in logic.
2: <laughs> but then also I was just kind of like, well, I'm kind of kicking butt with my copper sword. Like, I don't, I'm kind of just going to hold off. So I didn't even get the the chain sickle like that was my last upgrade like after mm-hmm. everything else so it just kind of worked out that way
3: i always go defense first too mm. jab how do you how do you handle this early game uh, i typically go defense uh uh first uh that's that's a a uh, a tradition i picked up playing uh, lord legend of the red dragon mm. so i always go defense first but in this situation i just want to point out that like when i see this is the first one, cause is there a weapon shop in Maidenhall? No. no, there's not. So the first weapon shop you see, and yeah, I immediately start salivating, and I'm like, I want all the new toys. Yeah. <laughs> and fortunately for me, since I had like I was probably like fucking level seven or eight by this time, like because I'm just turning my speed all the way up and just grinding, uh, and then I slow it down to actually play the game, uh, the the quest parts, but. Um, I was able to just buy everything: off-rips, shield, chain mail, and wow. uh, sickle. Yeah, wow, was right. <laughs> he, all, he he has so money. So it's a royal family. they they're they've got money. Don't worry. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Trust fund baby's got us. So he can buy whatever he wants. The right. yeah. So I love that the House of Healing dude wraps up your exchange with him with, and hey, let's be careful out there. There. <laughs> There's, to me, there's nothing better than a medical professional moonlighting as a comedian. That's that's uh, I love that tonality to a medical professional. They gotta have a gallows humor, right. yeah. Gotta. Hopefully, a good one, in my opinion. I guess that's subjective, though. Townsfolk chatter. Otherwise, there is another dog here in town, and this one goes bow wow
3: instead of woof woof. Yeah. Send us your comments on whatever these guys do. Which <laughs> yeah. do you prefer, right. a dog, <laughs> wow, wow, or woof, woof? Right, 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 right.
1: Hey, uh, wolf I, guy. I am on the edge of my seat with anticipation as to what other variances could possibly be available to us later in the narrative. There's a woman on the west side of town. She says, "I have heard that the heir of our good king has ventured forth to do battle with the evil sorcerer Hargon." What? Thou art the one. Luck be with thee. So I don't know. I guess maybe Todd trying to kick a little, kick a little game there, like fucking telling her that, oh yeah, that's me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've heard of can. me? Cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're in luck. You are meeting the cool ass dude
3: that you have a favorable <laughs> opinion about. <laughs> <laughs> you've heard those stories. It is. <laughs> I sent that. I sent something to the group chat about that, but like I and then. That that was actually before I encountered that woman, and then I encountered her, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like they actually like, you know, like very. I guess this is the best point for me to put this into the podcast. But this game, you know, when when you, when we're kids, Josh, we don't like, you know, this is not why you're playing the game. I'm playing to get good and kill enemies faster, and then like progress through the you know the steps and whatnot. But they've built a little world here and there's there some story and some world building in here that is actually fairly impressive that opening scene is literally like very dramatic and like oh, the way so that good. the camera zooms and like so sees yeah. like all the the panning, you know, see like panning a, like around the castle yeah i mean it's yeah yeah you'll see the demons like show up and then, and like you know the one on the top left is only there for a second but like the implicit thing is like no 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 they're in and it's on oh well Jab, Jab i mean i would not involve myself creatively
1: uh, with a venture, a storytelling venture <laughs> that did not have a great deal of integrity to it. My name would not be on that script if it, if it were not a a story worth telling. So yeah,
3: I mean, no question that there is some effort there. Right, just like Spiker. <laughs> I wasn't. So, I wouldn't call
1: myself creatively involved with Spiker. Uh,
3: <laughs> but that. Uh, anyways, uh, that. There's also the point where there's that shrine at the uh the north side of that you know, here's how I would have described it as a child. I would have said there's like that shrine at like the north side of that water. But when somebody described it as an inland sea, I was like, Oh, like the Mediterranean. So I was like now looking at that thing that I could walk around and I'm like, Oh, I'm essentially walking around like this continent's Mediterranean Sea, which also plays into the idea that poison damages you because you're traveling. If you walk around the Mediterranean Sea, you walked a very far distance. So. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. yeah, there's some world building in this game that I really like. Well, there's, uh, we
1: haven't gotten to it yet, and I want to hold off till I have my full stack of
3: notes for it, but yes, I strongly agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, yeah, we'll talk more about that for sure here. Um, and we had talked about Final Fantasy, just like, you know, there's a fucking story in here if you can parse it out, and the way that they deliver it is not the best, so it is hard to parse out, but if you pay attention and read up a little bit, there's there's good shit here. Yep. Agreed. No question.
1: So, yeah, there's an old man tucked behind the weapon and armor shop. He has a geography lesson letting you know Cannock is northward of town. And there's a younger cat back there as well that tells you to look for the monolith by the inland sea that you were just mentioning west of this place. It is by that route alone that thou shall reach Moonbrook. So just like that, we can connect the early dots to finding the other Urdric blood we were told to round up, and that's cool. There is a drunk-ass barbarian standing in the southeast corner of town. (laughs) And he says, oh, thou scared me, and my hiccups are cured. Thank thee, stranger. And, yeah, this dude reeked of mead. There's also a locked building here, TBD, on what it might hide. So next up is Cannock. Just fucking let's head out or head up there. It's just a short jaunt north, and there is canna K- Castle, and I, I crip walked up there once I had my sickle and, and chainmail. So, again, in my conservative manner, I do my grinding and then move my ass up there. I don't... Yeah. Uh I don't take leaps I'm not ready for. <laughs> Early, I don't perceive myself as ready for. I guess I may not know all the leaps level of preparation that I should have in place before I do it when I do this with this play because I don't remember the game, but I knew for a fact that I didn't want to just go willy-nilly in the countryside with a fucking with the with the starting weapon. <laughs> You've played
3: enough RPGs. Right. To know that. Yep.
2: That's it's funny that you took that approach cuz I I felt like
3: yeah, this is like, why, I'm this is honest. why you were texting the group chat, Hopeless.
2: You were.
0: <laughs> you, you Which, were like, yeah, we haven't, like, oh, we haven't, we oh, have mentioned that on. yet.
1: Yeah, Jay, let's, Jay tried to quit the up. podcast before episode one. So let's, let's, let's. let's <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I went left when I very first started, when I was still level one and kind of just went out of the castle and one of my kids was distracting me. I wasn't paying attention. I ended up getting smoked. And then I got smoked again. I was like, what is happening? But once I got my bearings and I was, say, level two or three, I felt like the copper sword was sufficient enough that I was just destroying everything. And so that's why I went defense first, and I didn't really feel the need to grind any higher. It was only really when I saw you guys sending pictures in the chat, like jab, like freaking level 12 already. (laughs) (laughs) That I was like, oh, maybe I'll grind a little further. You know what I mean? And... I will say that that part of it was highly satisfying just grinding in this like we I, I always talk about wanting to play games that are like PVP when I want to just kind of de-stress and kind of relax but I forgot how fun how, how cathartic and how relaxing yeah that, <laughs> how that grinding this is. grinding can be and so yeah I it wasn't until I did that that I kind of took a took a, a back seat and then got up to like level 10 and Yes, I I very thankful for the return of the Dragon Warrior grind. <laughs> okay. I, I have a three things.
3: I have three things to say about that. <laughs> what do you mean you left the castle before you leveled up? Like I'm not leaving in these games. I'm not leaving the first area where there's an N until I'm level two. <laughs> the, the town will not be out of, that, be out of my sight. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I just I stay know. around the castle and just le- I just yeah. fight so. Yeah. Yeah, I nah, left was first and, and didn't,
2: I, I think it was also RNG because I left and I just kind of went northwest and didn't run into anything until I For got... For a while. Yeah. I, yeah. I, like, and then you're too deep, r-
3: you're into the next biome. <laughs> three, I yeah, ran into yeah, yeah. three
2: enemies and then yeah. they like destroyed me and I was like, ah, oh, well, all right, I gotta try that again.
3: And yeah. you sent that to the group chat and you were like, I'm dying. And I was like, dog, you A, no, <laughs> like you played Dragon Warrior 1. Yeah. So you know what this is, and B, right. like you know how to my, do it. My how, my
1: how fleeting, <laughs> the, the, uh, I don't know, the just the knowledge, the the, the real world. On uh, uh, what, what do you call it? The it's common, been so long, Josh. Common sense. So common sense versus Book learning is. It's just like you know, just fucking. It's
2: what? like it's like I think also it may have been like after work, and I was just like, oh, I, I gotta like come back. I gotta come back. And then, like once I did later, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is, no, this it. is great. Mm-hmm. It's a smooth, and I got it." Yeah. Uh,
3: the second thing I have to say about that is, okay, Ted Cruz, uh, blame your kids for your mistakes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, hey. And the third thing I have to say, what's that?
2: It's <laughs> like, hey, unless you've had two children climbing on you at one time while you're in the middle of something competitive like and they know that and they don't care and they're laughing it's like, <laughs> All right, what, what are we even doing
3: you i'll know. give you that one my friend's kids will crawl on me and it's incredibly distracting so yeah, yeah. my uh, my dog comes I... up
1: and paws at my fucking chair on my or my, my arm on my chair while I'm working and
3: uh, fucking I'm like what the fuck man? <laughs> I didn't get you to pay attention to you. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, the third thing I have to say is when you mentioned that I was level twelve. Yes, ladies, I am single. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, in the 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 commerce aspect of Canuck, the N is eight gold here. The tool joint adds fairy water for 40 gold, if you recall what fairy water does. It uh, is essentially a repel spe- spell that allows you or, or keeps weaker enemies away from you, which I've never even... I'm, I don't know if I've ever bought fairy water in one of these games because I don't want... Like it, It's of no benefit. If if something is weak enough to be repelled really? by that, I can kill it in one turn. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, or really? they're Yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't know the math on that. That may not be true. It may deter... A, you know, equal, whatever. It might be a little higher than no, that. No,
3: you're right, though. If, if it repels it, then I don't need to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, the problem yeah. is that it's... it's. I understand the the appeal of it to a degree, but, like, either I'll just, like, grind through the enemies right. or I will run. Right. But here's the problem is, like, whatever allure a that, that that item has is negated by the fact that it takes up a valuable inventory space. That, sucks. that I can, but you know the thing I is too.
1: If you, this is why we're built
3: this way, RPG
1: wise. Why we you know grind past the necessary level to yeah. to before taking these things on is because we know that difficulties out there, and there's a there's a naivety that comes with the child playing this. It's target demographic that yeah. the uncertainty, the unknown, the inability to compute the math before. You embark on your journey where the fairy water, you know, you're going out and you're adventuring and like you're it, it's it, it, it's it's yeah, it's a it's a defensive tool you want available to you if you have unknown. The problem is we eliminate the unknown component of the yeah. math equation.
0: <laughs> See, <laughs>
1: so, yeah.
2: But you, you guys are looking at this the wrong way, though. So I I found fairy water in a chest and I was absolutely glad and looked forward to it because that allowed me to go. Grind in the highest place that I can, without having to worry about like dumb shit. Oh, that's that's a really good. uh,
1: That is a really
3: good tool uh, or implementation rather of it. Yeah, you'll fuck around and get only babbles instead of slimes. I'm
2: like, I'm trying to maximize who I'm running into, so I'm only fighting the high level, high XP. You know what I mean? And I don't have to deal with like that. that
1: Philosophy is a little offset by because again, the things that I'm saying it works on, which is probably a false. Belief that it's only those, but my logic in my mind, it only deters things that again are not going to even affect your math because they either yes, run or you kill them in one hit. So, but the idea of just from a, a nuisance factor, not from the its yeah. effect on the math mm-hmm. of not having to deal with that shit is a is a is an interesting
0: like, smart,
2: purely usage. like I don't have to worry about three more battles just in getting there, like I just want to get there, right. you know. I can't well, that, teleport, see that, that that's that's,
1: that's the best. that's the like that that is the intended purpose of it is yes that like i want to go do this thing and i don't want to have the attrition affect my math yep. before i get there mm-hmm. you know that's the but that's what i'm saying by it doesn't
2: have to be just the math i just meant just from a it's all math
1: uh, oh just from a nuisance thing too just yeah, going to think just, yeah that's true too if you if, <laughs> if, if
2: from a from a time standpoint like right. if i'm gonna play this for 45 minutes yeah. i don't want to spend 15 of it's it a, dealing with slimes like yeah,
1: let's a, just okay. uh an rp an art and. <laughs> an <laughs> RPG inhabitant, upper class, an upper class RPG <laughs> inhabitant uh, perspective on resources. Uh, yes, that doesn't grind. I'll, sir. I'll yes. spend a little extra to not deal with fucking peasant shit. <laughs>
3: yeah, man, yeah, we just. I mean, me, Josh, you you and I are fucking thirty one year veterans on this game, and we just got kind of schooled. <laughs> Again, well, you know,
1: we never made the claim that we've worked it all out. We just work something out and then stick to that.
3: <laughs> we, we have a really, honestly, at the end of the day, we have a really good formula.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe in it. I believe in a plot, But it doesn't mean everything's right, you know. Right. Uh, so the townsfolk chatter aspect of Cannock. There is a chick by the entrance. She says, I saw the sky burning red in the southern horizon. Perhaps it was Moonbrook Moonbrook Castle in flames which, through the power of the developer's storytelling lens, we know to be accurate because we uh, experienced the prologue. The There's an old dude learns you up about the resident prince. He says, listen closely. Our prince has studied the ways of magic, though with heavy armor or weapons he has no skill. Still, he seeks to fight evil, so he is one-dimensional, like the titans, Jab. The prison oh, is the... <laughs> The prison <laughs> in the southeast corner has a couple fellows under lock and key. You can chat up through the bars. One says, what does it matter if people steal things? The world is doomed no matter what happens. Not, wow. the, not the best criminal defense platform, homie. You might need a better
3: lawyer. <laughs>
0: probably,
3: King's probably not going to buy that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're all fucked. Oh, who cares?
1: <laughs> and then there's a barbarian in here as well. He says, psst. I'll tell thee a secret. There is a silver key that opens the doors of silver. Okay. Princess Hala has a chamber in the northeast corner. She says, who art thou? A friend of my brother's? And you can actually answer this question. When you say no, she says, then I wish to be left alone. When you say yes, she says, then I'll give thee some advice. My brother has gone searching for the spring of bravery, but he travels slowly.
3: That's more world building. That's fucking good. It's great. Yeah, I like that. I got to go great. catch up to it. Uh, and I and like lo- I can't, like oh that's so cool. He's he's not just going there, just like you know, like you would walk there. Like right. he's He's in search for it. a bit. Yeah, he's in search for it. Yeah, I, I like yeah, I like that wording of it. Even
1: that it's not like you know, he knew where it was going. Like you know, he's got all the fucking answers already. He's already like he's he's out trying to take this on himself. He is trying to do the next step. Whether he's in process of that anymore, I'm unsure. You know, mm. that's that's yeah, a little uncertainty as opposed to just specific explicit directives.
3: Yeah, and I just like the idea that he can travel slowly. You're just like, you know... Right. I, I, yeah, that's fucking yeah. Yeah, cool.
1: and she's a sister. She has an opinion about his personality. <laughs> right. That's yeah, fucking yeah. great. Yeah. I learned from the guard outside of her place that the the prince's name in my game is Talent. He actually tells you the name. So, that's, again, that's cool. Um, well, one, there's this whole aspect that... These characters are named by the game. They change from playthrough to playthrough. Jay, I guess maybe you wouldn't know that, and maybe that's news to you, but this character's name is different every time you play the game. Yep. Uh, and to the point where, you know, we have this 30 year experience with this game, all of our names that I have seen in the ch- group chat. Are different including mine than any name i've ever seen playing the game my whole life like i can remember jab very fucking specifically orfeo was the childhood game name of this motherfucker when we were kids and i okay. remember that specifically and you know Dude, yeah
2: i was so confused because i'm like yeah yeah i i saw your snapshot or jabs and i was like uh, who was that? Like, how did you... You get a wait different a minute, character? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I was like, wait a minute. What are we doing here? Yeah, you know?
1: yeah totally different. I would love to know, too, whether that... Remember how, uh, Jab, you dug up that... um The naming convention sh- bullshit with the first game, how you got different stats to start? Yeah. Based on okay. the names you used or the characters in your name that you chose changed your starting statistics to some small variance uh, you know I, I wonder if your behavior or something you do in the game this is just it, it ha, you know it has no bearing story-wise but just I, i'd be curious to know just the fucking or whether it is just a random number table given it to you or if there's anything you can do in the game to affect this and like really high level fucking game manipulation whether you could get a certain name by doing a certain thing hmm. You know, for a person who's played the game a million times and knows everything, I just I'd be curious to know the what goes into that. It'd be very interesting.
3: Yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, there, there's also there's a lot of names. It turns out I I knew that there was a variance in names. You said you remembered Orfeo. Yes. I didn't remember that one. I didn't remember my guy's name. Uh, should I say it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What's your yeah? What's your guy's name? Uh, my the Prince of Canuck in my game is Esgar. Yeah. E-S-G-A-R. Definitely never seen that I didn't before. remember that one. I didn't remember the one you just said. Talent, I don't remember that. And what's the other one that we're, that we're working with here? Jay, what's yours?
2: Mine's name is... because Mine's name is Newmore, because I keep wanting to call him Namor. Enemies. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like so, Middenhall.
3: Yeah. Um, no, see, I don't remember any of those. The one name that I remember dealing with, and I actually think, if I'm not mistaken, huh. if I'm not mistaken, I remember... Playing this game, getting to the point where you get the Prince of Canuck and I would reset until I got the name that I wanted. That's. Great. Do you remember any other names, Josh?
1: I I remember having. Here's the thing: I can't remember. I can't remember. It's not a. Specific, it's not an exact thing. But I remember. I think we. Yeah, we. I don't know. I don't remember re- restarting to change names, but I remember oh. we restarted, and like I also don't remember the exact dynamic with which we played. Whether we had a joint game, whether we yeah. each had our own, own game, games. Yeah. you know, which is certainly possible. You can have more than one save slot on the on the cart, so we may very well. But we, you know, I I think we played this these games with some level of communal fucking. Even if I, I even if I might have been being a total prick about it, I think there was some level of joint oh. tackling of it. So. Yeah, I'm curious. I wish I could remember exactly how it played out. But yeah, I do remember two of them. I can't remember what the other one was, but Orfeo sticks out in my mind. But there was another one too that I remember
3: from our childhood too. And when you say it, if you can say it, I'm sure it will come back to me. Yeah, it was my favorite and I would reset until I got this one. It's Bran.
1: Bran, yes, for sure. I remember Bran. Yeah. Yep.
3: B R A N, which yeah. is a, a fantastic Brand. name short like I mean like in theory short for Brandon, which like, you know, more world-building name that you're familiar with. But um yeah, great name. Even in Game of Thrones, there's a character right, named Bran, yeah. and I always thought that was a great name. So, I it's I can't believe we. <sighs> I I feel like it's so far
1: beyond. <laughs> this is a crazy thing to say, Jeff. but <laughs> exerting that level of like, oh god, I don't know. Um, Effort is a fair word. That's good enough. Well, it's not. Effort's not what I'm saying. It, it's like. Uh, what I'm alluding here to is the defeated perspective that we might have had as kids in that household, and just a lack of control over things, and like the idea that we would have like even it's just a video game. You're sitting alone in your room, you have total control over total power. But like I don't know, I just I just feel like that's outside of our fucking mentalities to be like I don't like this name. I'm gonna take this really really stark step to make the thing the way I want it. I feel that's so far beyond our capabilities. <laughs>
3: I was doing it. I don't know why I was doing it. I'm sure my therapist would, if I had one, would love to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. Okay. so I preferred brand. I was hoping to get it, but I also like the name Escar. I think that's pretty good. That, yeah, it is, it is.
1: very. It has a lot of flair to
3: it, for sure. Yeah. Mm. So uh, in the French realm that we were
1: alluding, trying to trying to work into our rehearsal of, of the teleplay.
3: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Talent. What is that? What kind of word? Anyway, I, yeah, it's I with remember. an I. So T A L I
1: N T. Talent. Huh. talent. Talent. Yeah.
0: All
1: right. Talent. Uh, so yeah. So that's that. One of the guards in the throne room. In the northwest corner says, I have heard of a cave far to the east in which the Spring of Bravery rises. So eastbound, we must go. The king tells you, which I didn't talk to that guy until after I'd done some dumb shit. We'll talk about that later. I keep, I've mentioned it a few times now. But uh, I did not go straight to the Spring of Bravery here. I did not know where the Spring of Bravery was. So I spent some time wandering. The king tells you his son has already left on his journey. And he says, please find him and take him as thy companion. And the king also does the normal king shit. XP to the next level in Imperial Schools of Honor. Bookkeeping. A wooden locked door in the center that uh, is in the castle. You can see an old dude hoarding a chest like Schmeagle on the other side of it. So that's uh, kind of like the locked doors in the first castle or in Left Wind. I think there's one in both. Uh, Kind of, you know... We're going to, we're basically, I call it the silver key tour in Final Fantasy, but we're going to have one of those here too, where we, we see all these things that we could have gotten to and we're going to have to return once we oh, yeah. develop our fucking
3: whatever, um, which is cool. Um, so this is, by the way, the king, I just want a more world building here. I want to be clear about this. The the king that you're talking to here is, he's your uncle. Correct. Right? Correct. He's got to be. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's cool right there. But- yep.
1: So now we're talking about quest POIs, and there are three of them out in the overworld map of the area of the game that we can get to before our stopping points. And the first one that you're probably going to encounter because it's closest to the castles or the towns and shit is the monolith that we talked about. And inside here, there are two guards, and yes, they will not, at least upon first visit, again, I didn't fence test to whether it happens on second, but the first time you go here... If you don't have a companion, I guess, yet it is possible to come here before you or after you have a companion. And this never occurs, I'm sure. But without a companion, they say they, they they won't let you through to the whirlpool you can see behind them until you, yes, have a roll dog with you telling you it's dangerous to tread some roads alone. And there's also an old man here with some kooky dialogue. He says, has thy travels taken thee to the monolith south of south of Meidenhall? And if you say no, he says, my brother must be there now. Will th- Will thou not go to him? And if you say yes, he says, please say nothing to this. And I just wonder what kind of family drama these dudes have cooking, you know? <laughs> you
2: know like, Dude,
1: this, don't you know, tell this me you saw me here. I owe him some money.
3: <laughs> right, 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 right.
2: This one actually helped me because I I came here after I had gotten the companion when I was trying to figure out where to get the silver key. And so I was kind of like, where do I go? And since I had not been south of that of Maiden Hall yet, um, and he asked if I'd see his brother. I said no, and he's like, you, "Will you go there now?" I was like, "All right, well, I guess I, I guess I'll backtrack and go that way." Yeah. So you know, obviously, I went back there, and then they tell you like it's it's west further, but I I kind of needed even the even though I trekked around, I kind of needed that direction. Like, direction. where am I going? You yeah. know.
1: And it's it's so funny too that yeah, you know, like. As an adult, it's so different because, like, you can, like, read this, parse it, and, like, okay, take direction. <laughs> Listen, kids dumb, yeah. right. oh, man. Kids can't do it. Kids can't. They don't even – if they read. If they talk to them, they don't read it well. They don't fucking internalize it. They don't implement it into their planning. It's just there's so many, like – I don't know. It's so funny how – as playing it as See? an adult is so different. It's just This such is why I didn't
2: like them as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't strategy does. in quotation games, you know. So I was like, no, because I gotta sit and read. I don't want to read. I want <laughs> to and play and fight. Like that's uh, what I want to do.
1: <laughs> very different. Very different. And yes, around here, enemy wise, the uh, heading west, the enemy encounters hitting an uptick, because yes, this is where you start finding the babbles, the magicians, and the army ants, which is a, a tough grouping early game. So there are two other POIs. One is the Lake Cave, which to me is the closest, nearest, most easily defined when just kind of bopping around these two ladder um, social centers, the Kanak and, and Wing. So this is where I went first. Wait. Did, did you, you guys... You went
2: to the Lake Cave first?
1: Yes. Take it to you guys. I didn't even know
2: how to. I didn't even know where that was or how to get there. See, that's where I was
1: grinding. I I was grinding on that little thing by it, so I found it just randomly, and I was like, "Oh, maybe it's in here." And I just fucking went in and like, you know, wandered around and like I was confused as to why I didn't have, couldn't find fucking the guy at first because there is also water down here.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, good point. Yeah, I I definitely went east and all that stuff first and all that like. I didn't even know what I, I thought for a second. I was like, didn't I go to the lake? Like, I, at first, I honestly thought that the monolith was the lake cave. Because I'm like, I've already been east. I've already been at spring of bravery. Like, I, I was kind of looking around. That's also why I, I, I kept going there. Because I was like, well, is this where I'm supposed to go? Like, this this is not, this is where the silver key is, but it wasn't there. Does
1: someone, does someone t- cite, I've, does someone actually specifically cite the lake cave? Or was that just... Half-assed, not, lo- not that word. They, just half half assedly yeah, looking at the map. <laughs>
0: what
2: did they say? They say... Uh, in a cave far to the west.
3: They you know, do so, call the Spring yeah. of Bravery... They say, like, a, a spring of... Far to the east, there's, like, a spring called the Spring of Bravery or some shit like that. So, like, you should be able to infer that they yeah. are... Oh, sure. Like I said,
1: yeah, the guy in the throne room mentions it specifically, but I didn't talk to him until after I had already done this, so... Hmm. Uh okay so I guess maybe it may well yeah we'll we'll do it we'll do it in the order that makes the most sense for you guys let's talk about the spring of bravery first so yes as the pack in map indicates it's on a peninsula far to the north uh or northeast of Kanak. in here is the really bitch ass iron ant wild mouse big slug enemy set you find between Maidenhall and Leftwind and it's worth pointing out I think and this is when I first thought of this but the enemy offerings in given areas so far in the game are very easily identifiable in group sets. So like you know there is like there's an area on the overall map and then in the cave has it too uh, or in the the spring cave too dungeon whatever like it th- those are the enemies you find there like the, you don't you don't ever I guess what I'm saying is you don't ever see a Big slug with a babble. You don't ever see a magician with a wild mouse. you It's always these subsets that stick together in packs. Tribal, if you will. <laughs> you know, which is interesting, I think. Uh, probably not even any sort of story deliberate thing. It's just like, this is how the fucking, whatever, the fucking, you know. This is an area. These enemies are here. <laughs> uh, but I, I did take note of that.
2: I don't know. So, I, I just kept thinking of, it, thinking of them as interchangeably in the same group like it's going to be a rat a big rat a slug or a babble like interchangeably you oh, know just one I mean. one from each uh, category just one from each yeah. category like they're just picking
1: <laughs> yeah. a, like they're just like at the at the store picking one thing from each basket yeah that's funny yeah, yeah.
2: I, it, it felt like this whole entire part of the map was like those five or six characters just pick pick an order you know Inter- what i mean
1: interchangeable Uh, So there's a, as far as things of note in this rather simple one-level cave uh, with a lot of water in it, there is a barbarian gent hanging out in the central eastern region that asks, Hast thou purified thy body in the spring of bravery? And this is another one that you can actually answer. He says no, or if you say no, whether he says that is not good. All who seek victory must first... Visit the spring of bravery, and if he said, if you say yes, he says, then all is well. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't remember bumping into this guy either. tab you you mentioned in the group chat, you didn't remember me. I didn't remember me either.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I thought like when I encountered him, that that he would be hostile, right? Yeah. So, I was, so like, yeah. I was like, I was like, I saved. I was like preparing for a fight, and he was like, "What's up, man?" and I'm like, "Oh shit, my bad." <laughs> I, like, I I got pulled my sword out like an inch, you know, I'm ready to go on him. Yeah. And, He's like, nah, that's cool, man. I just kind of run the show around here. <laughs> I'm just
1: hanging out. Uh, once you work your way counterclockwise all the way around the single level map, you find a huge body of water with a wise man lording over it. And this dude says, welcome to the spring of bravery. Are thou seeking the prince of Kanak? You say, no. He says, I shall anoint thee with this water and wish thee well. Know that token of Erdrick is kept by a brave hero. And then the screen flashes, and you are healed. So this actually physically heals you, which is cool.
2: Yep. I never selected no. So I didn't even know. I figured, like, why would I enter that option? I, entered that option. <laughs> I was <Yeah>. seeking that <laughs> dude. So. I,
1: I try everything. If you say yes, he says, only moments ago he was here. I think he is going to Maidenhall, And kind of sounds like Twitter speculation, but fine, I'll bite. Off we go to there. So you leave there, you go down to Maidenhall, and here... The, well, what we're saying, too, about the... Just aesthetically was something I appreciate with the Spring of Bravery. It's kind of like we talked about with the Dragon Lord's Castle. The, 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 the color palettes of combining the water... And underground stuff is just, a, it, it makes for a really cool aesthetic in in this, just the way they do the fucking whatever color palettes for for these games. And I really appreciate and like it. And I like that it's such an early, obviously that's a late game thing, but I'd like to yeah. just, it's a very, uh, I don't know, ominous, spooky, I don't know, atmospheric, something or other fucking uh, tone they have to them. And I appreciate that it was an early stage or early game thing that they did for this one. And I, you know, yeah, I, wonder, the, I wonder if they 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 think that say they, they thought the same way about the Dragon Lord Castle. Like,
3: we got to get that in there. Let's get more of that in there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
3: the uh, yeah, the uh, a good word here. One of my favorite words: juxtaposition of yeah. the dark, <laughs> dreary colors of the gray walls, the brown floor, and then that blue just really pops. Yeah, you know, it does give the impression that you know this is like a, a beautiful place, a, a good place, a safe place. Yeah, it's it's yep. nice.
1: Word. So yeah, back to Maidenhall, the king has some new, new dialogue there when you ask him about this dude. Uh, he says, "Well, thou hast missed him. The prince of Cannock was here, but now he is off to Maidenhall. Look for thee, looking for thee, I believe." And so is, I am I, the- I, I am at Maidenhall. Right. Right. I had so I a very similar experience here. Yeah, wait, wait. are you are you fucking with me, dad? Like <laughs>
2: hold on i'm 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 even further confused because i did not have this experience how what did you guys do so did you hold on i need to ask two questions so Mm -hmm. did you go and skip the other towns to get to Midenhall first because i tried to go south got blocked by the terrain so i figured i gotta i gotta trek backwards now well, yeah so you ha- you-, trekk- you have
1: you have to go. Yeah, you have to pass Canuck so, and Left One to so, get back to the So Meidenhall. I trekked
2: backwards and ran into my dude before ever going to Midenhall. So I never went back to Midenhall.
1: Ah, uh, well, if you stop, yeah, if you stop That's at the so town, yeah, well, yeah, he probably because and dude, and that you have to appreciate it. that is smart or that not well, smart too, but it's it's right, I guess because. The way it all plays out, yes, you go back to Meidenhall, and yeah, he's not there. He's He just left. So he is within the timeline of this universe, has already left. So if
3: you were to stop at fucking Leftwin on the way to Meidenhall... He would fucking be. That makes total sense. That's yeah, so and good. He travels. Keep in mind, he travels slow. Right. He's on his way back home. He'd probably stop at the town. Yeah. And he travels slow. That's, you caught up with him. Yeah.
2: So funny that you guys had a different experience. I just like I stopped and left, and I was like, oh, he's well, here. Well, my here thing we is like boom. I, you
3: know, fucking sorry for trusting my family when they tell me things <laughs> I right. believed them. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. They go well, to Maidenhall. I'm like, yeah, I'll go to Maidenhall. I get there, and my dad, of all people, is like, no, he's at Maidenhall, and I'm like, so, fuck me. <laughs> I, I, I got the distinct feeling that, you know, first off, dad has already sent me, he he said outright, he was like, ah, I'm too old for this, and like, it's never said how old he is, but like, do we know that he's too old to do this?
0: <laughs>
3: um, and he's like, I'm gonna have to send you, man, and I'm like, this sounds like a suicide mission. And then he's telling me that, oh, we can't find your cousin, and he's he's in Maidenhall, and I'm like, Dad, I'm in Maidenhall, and he's like, anyways, you want to save your shit in the Imperial Scrolls? Of Rome? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so like, yeah. now I'm starting to feel very betrayed at uh, this point. Some, some, um, some I'm et- feeling some, like I'm being set aside for like the uh, next heir. You right. know.
1: some Oedipus shit, some Oedipus shit going on. Very uh, possibly. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, I was, yeah, I, the you know, I fucking made
1: jokes on posts on the pages or on the Facebook page and shit. Like that's some serious drunk dad shit, you know. Like just like, ah, he's fucking at mine all, like, like, and I, I could like, I want to role play the shit out of that. And be like, yeah, the fucking like, you, he sends you off, you come back unexpectedly, he figures you're gonna be out doing dealing with the shit for a while. Drunk. So yeah, so he's just like, he's like, like, two, one of two things is gonna happen. Either I'm not gonna do shit because this motherfucker's gonna fix it, or we're all fucked. Either way, I'm getting drunk. <laughs>
3: It's completely right. out of my hands. At this point.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm on fucking vacation. <laughs> show
3: back up and he's like, oh, I don't know, man. Check my Eidenhall. I got to go back to the bunch of booze, man. Sorry. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's so good. So fucking
1: good. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, yeah, like that's, you know, that's one of those things. It's just a translation thing. Is it deliberate? Do they, want it, do they want it to be kind of? I wonder if it's just like a typo. Well, that's what I mean. Is it just a clerical fuck up so or is it, is it, oh is it, is um, it, simon's questy and that they're trying to like throw you not throw you off the trail but just like give you somewhat less than credible information you know what i mean just like what is the actual impetus behind that
3: being there is it deliberate is it not i just so so curious to know you know Ugh. either way i mean it just like you know and the, the nice thing that it does is it allows for you to fill in the gap with some sort of fun role play Yep. You know, well, that, maybe your dad's hammered drunk and he's just like, yeah, is that all. And know.
1: also what it does is yes, gives you no it doesn't tell you your next step. You have to come up with your next step. You're not mm-hmm. you were given a step, a couple steps, a few steps. You were you went down a trail, it went cold. That's I don't I know. Don't that
3: know. that's high level fucking shit man that's not you know you don't see that in a, in a, a nintendo rpg right
2: but I, I, this is so weird to me i don't understand how you guys skip the town before I like because oh,
3: i because am because in- i am level 10
1: i don't have to fucking stop at left when on the way to my hall right. i'm fucking kicking ass and taking names on the way to my hall that's why
2: yeah I, I guess i always step back in to see like let me just double check and see if there's anything as if things are updating and this is a real-time game like what was it what else was I gonna buy? Like, do, do I have more gold to buy something new now? Like, yes,
1: let see, me I I had, already, check, I had already I had already decked myself out, equipment wise, yeah, if I even uh, Set uh, on this quest. It's there's no reason whatsoever for me to stop at fucking and fucking. If I crazy.
3: haven't if I haven't bought something at a place like that, like I have made a mental note that will remain with me for 31 years. <laughs> how much it costs? What I need right. to get there and how much it costs. Yeah. So I'll get there when you I carry, get.
2: There. See, you carry too much baggage in. I came in pure. I did uh, the game mm-hmm. I think as intended, and I landed where the person was. Like, yeah. oh look at that! I stopped here. Wow. I just happened. To need to stop here to top off my my strength and health pool and here you jay, are jay jay
1: i can't help that i'm a fucking family oriented individual that wanted to stop home and say hi to my dad while i uh, while i'm out of my fucking journey okay that's i just wanted to spend a little but you're cute, going out of the way with the family. you're skipping you're yeah, sk- that's, i'm willing to go the extra mile for my family jay <laughs> oh
2: my <goodness. laughs> okay sure we'll move on yeah
1: <laughs> So yeah, I came out of there, and then yeah, if you, you know, you don't know where to go. It's like okay, well, fuck. I'm just, I guess I will just try the other places. So next stop is the yes, left. Win, and he is at the end there. And I just yeah, I love how this is too. There's no, there's no fanfare to it. There's no nothing. He's just hanging out in the room at the end, you know. And you walk up to the end, and he's fucking in there. You walk up to him, you uh, talk to him, and he says, "Hey, old friend. I am Prince Talent of Canuck, or uh, S Cargo over there for Jay, or fucking Brand." Uh no, Escargo was
2: new more for me. Escar, Escar. For oh, is it? Oh,
1: Jim. I thought I thought that was Jess. Uh, anyways, so whatever his name is, art thou my cousin from Maidenhall? Ah, it, it is as I guessed. I have been seeking thee so that together we may oppose Hargon. Come, let us go forth. And he joins your party. And now you are. It's you can you know you can see him there behind you. Now you have a little string of dudes, which
2: so awesome. Yeah, that's. So awesome.
1: Yeah, it's, it's interesting to think about. And, like, you have to look at it, obviously, from that perspective of, of when this game dropped and, obviously, what you hadn't experienced that comes after it. But, you know, obviously, Dragon Quest, Dragon Warrior One doesn't even have companions. Final Fantasy is just the one guy representing the whole party. The idea that you are now, like, there. And, like, that's important, too, because, you know, you can get into the specifics of it later. But, like, going through Poison and shit like you, there are... I mean, he steps on the steps you step on, but it matters, I guess, where people are and like that guy's position in the in the party order and stuff. And it's I don't know, it's 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 it gives it, it's more tactile <laughs> uh, group res- representation than uh, we've seen to date and the other ones, you know,
3: mm-hmm. which is cool. I thought when he so the way I role played it was um, I went to the end and I I saw him there, but I was like, nah, I didn't actually see him, so I just got a room. And then I woke up the next day, and I guess I went into his room, and he's like on these two adjacent white squares. Yeah. And I was like, I'm role playing this that he was doing yoga. <laughs> okay. I walked in, he was like, Oh, what's up, cousin? Mm. Speaking okay. of which, have have we um uh, have we considered the idea of like so like I have no family. I I only really have my dad left at this point, and we get a, not to. Give a misimpression we get along great, but um, as far as like cousins and shit go, I like I, one exists. But like, can you imagine if somebody just came? To, your dad, for instance, came to you and was like, "Hey man, you got to save the world, and you're gonna have to go find uh, cousin Curtis <laughs> yeah, whatever. to do that." And like, whatever oh, the I fuck he's to up to. <laughs> Talk to Curtis and let me check my notes real quick. Thirty two years. <laughs> this will be fun. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. There's a whole lot of potential family drama there, and you, know, you you don't know you don't know what he's been taught about your side of the family. You don't know what you.
3: And he didn't he didn't recognize you, so you guys obviously haven't seen each other in a while.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and there can be whole layers of things. Yeah. There, there's you know like Ted is my dad's half brother, and my dad did a bunch of dickhead fucked up shit when he was younger, and they have different moms anyways, and but the same dad. They think about their dad in different ways.
3: So you know the the relationship. But like your dad's dad was like not his dad. It was his stepdad. No, they had the same father, different moms. But they did not. But real biological father was not referred to as dad. That. Was oh yes, yeah, that.
1: absolutely, yes, yeah. So yeah, See exactly, exactly, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Ted's dad, they're both their dads. Ted actually regarded him as his dad. had a had an existing working relationship with him. My dad did not, had nothing good to say about him, barely even kind of didn't talk to him at all. I
3: actually know nothing about
1: the guy. Yeah, but really valued his stepfather, called him dad, perceived him as dad, referred to him as dad, had a great relationship with him, even though he was a fucking dickhead to him. Him, too, probably, I'm sure, when he was younger. So, uh, yeah, just very, there's just can be whole layers of shit that could be there, yeah,
3: between between family. Uh, that's estranged like that. So, yeah, it's interesting dynamic for sure. And there's plenty of opportunity for roleplay. You didn't ask, but I'm gonna say it. Don never struck me as a really nice person. Oh, Don was fucking great, dude. Don was like, okay, Don was I like, didn't interact with him nearly as much as you did, but he just always like struck me as kind of mean. Oh yeah, he
1: but that now, dude. He was he's like the quintessential. He was the quintessential hard ass on the surface, but just great, warmest dude ever underneath. If you took if, okay. if you took the time, you know, like I do, I have this really stark memory, man, of. He, so they had their house out on Baumhart Road, (laughs) had this fucking front. I don't don't even know why I would have been doing it. But I mean, dude, we're talking, I'm like, you know, five, six years old or something, very young. And for some reason, I I loved, I would always try to... Well, we used to did. It. It's funny actually that now I'm thinking about. it. We used to do like. Remember we used to try to build ponds in the tree line and shit. And I'm sure I was the one spearheading that
3: fucking operation. But yeah, for some reason yeah, I we would dig little. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Dig holes back in the woods, back through that cornfield. We would do it back there yep. by that little stream.
1: Yep, and try to yeah try to build like a fucking pond puddle and of yeah water. <laughs> yeah muddy puddles would it be. But I'm trying to build, and I remember like trying to. I remember like line it with with fucking garbage bags or plastic and tarp and shit trying to make right right to keep so the water wouldn't just fucking go (laughs) soak into the ground trying to make a functioning fucking outdoor aquarium of sorts because I was fucking fascinated with aquariums and so yeah whatever I had some sort of weird fucking thing as a kid where I wanted to make bodies of water So at their house, I would always fucking. He had his hose hooked up to the out, or there was a hose spigot near the outdoor, like front kind of like where the trees and garden whatever it was. And for some reason, I would dig holes in there and fill them up with water and shit. And I was doing, I remember doing it, and like it clearly pissed him
3: off because I'm fucking up his fucking garden. Yeah, that's ridiculous. As as a 38 year old man with a house, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> what
1: the fuck? I have this memory of being out in there, trying with the hose filling this hole up that I dug, and I was like, leaning over, and he fucking snuck up behind me, (laughs) and kicked me in the ass, and my I went face first into the fucking puddle, and I had, it's such a stark memory, and like, and I fucking took my head out of the fucking thing, and looked around back at him, and he was just laughing his fucking ass off, he said, stop fucking, stop fucking with the stop whatever he said, stop doing that, Wow, <laughs> so good. <laughs> that's uh, wild. But that, if you even want to call that negative, that's the only negative memory I have. He's a fucking awesome dude. Uh, okay, great. Taught me how to fucking yeah, fucking great with carpentry and shit. Ta- had cut his finger off. If you recall that he was missing I, a finger? I vividly remember. Yeah, he was missing. A, I think this ring finger. I think he had to wear his wedding ring on a different finger. Maybe
3: either way, he was missing a finger just right at the at the knuckle because he had cut, cut it off, fucking sawing shit up. But and I remember it being like swollen at the end. Like it wasn't just like you just like remove that part of your finger and it stays the same. Like that finger was like permanently damaged and swollen.
1: Well, it was like it, it had yeah, like four little. I don't know. Yeah, who knows what to call that? But yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if I'd say it was like bigger. It didn't swell up. It, but it had like a weird end to it. It was not just a. <laughs> straight line, but anyways, my point being, despite that fact, he was actually very good with carpentry in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure he sounds great,
3: Josh. Um, yeah, he taught me a lot of shit about that. Anyways, I realized very very briefly just to, to finish this up, because uh, this is like a this I'm realizing now this podcast is also like a sort of a familial history. So like, we might as well throw it in here. But it occurs to me now that my relationship to him on the instances that I interacted with him. You know, from his perspective, we're talking about his stepkids, stepkid. Right. Yeah, a lot of distance so, there. Yeah, maybe he didn't <laughs> have time for me, and yeah. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I get it. Yeah, yeah, he's a good dude, though.
1: Uh, okay, so yeah, back to the Dragon War. Uh, I stayed at the inn right after getting my companion, and I was reminded that your in costs scale with party size. So now, instead of six, oh, did it? Yeah, it goes to. You yeah. have to pay twelve, and it sucks later so much. <laughs> yep,
3: yep, really <laughs> changes the math. <laughs>
0: Like to- well, here's
1: the other... Th- but
3: here's down. an interesting thing about... Uh, th- this is a good place to put this, actually. So I found that... I, you know, I actually didn't confirm this. Maybe you guys did. But the information displayed on screen after a battle does not change. So if you fought... I'm a, a, a making shit up here. A right. wild mouse, and it's worth five experience points with just the main character, once you get the Prince of Kanak it's still 5 experience points. Now do both of does them. Doesn't get, get... divvy. Yeah, doesn't get divvy. or not. There's no fucking way they're splitting this and rounding up. That, no, they're not doing that. So it's got to be both people get 5. Maybe. I don't know. To be honest, yeah, That's I stopped cool. right at getting him, so I have not even done okay. a battle like, with him yet. So Oh,
1: wow. Okay. Uh, um I'm unsure, but I'll be curious to know that for sure, yeah. Because you know,
0: wait, I got you in here. already. in Final
3: Fantasy it splits.
0: Wait, Remember? so you yeah, have the key but it splits on screen though.
3: Hand? Like what I mean is, if you have one character in Final Fantasy and you fight a battle that would otherwise get you a hundred experience points, if you have one character, then he it, gets a hundred experience points and says it on screen. Tells you fifty now. Okay. Right. Yeah. If you, yeah, if you have four characters, then you get twenty-five. So let me—I'm actually playing right now. Let me, except I'm playing it mega speed. Okay, where would you say, Jay? Uh, because you got the silver key first somehow.
1: I. Oh, is he locked behind the silver, a door? No. N-
2: no, no, I'm just saying. Like I, it took me a while to figure out and find the silver key. So, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you so- said you said you stopped playing immediately after getting. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. yeah Sorry, okay. yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Yep, correct. Yeah, I had the silver key first. Sorry, gotcha. Um yeah, no, yeah, but the the, the in scaling thing, you know, I thought about that, the economics component of it, and like I only see one room at this joint, so this is bullshit. I'm not getting I'm not getting two rooms, I know that for a fact. Uh but then I I then realized, thinking a little more about it, I guess an in stay in medieval times might include sustenance as well, not just lodging. So mm-hmm. the resources
3: expended for your stay might double, which makes sense. So I just ran a test. Uh you everybody got the stated amount on screen okay copy so it's like i i got 40 experience points but actually 80 were doled out nice okay word okay so yeah so i didn't have them yet but you guys did
1: so then you uh, yeah i guess maybe jay talked to me about how you might what your next steps might have been and how they how that problem solving might have might have gone
2: yeah, so I, <laughs> you know, I'm happy that I finally got this dude here. You know, I'm, I'm looking at, like, what gear I got to get for him because I still don't have the silver key, so I can't unlock any of these doors. Um, so I'm already planning, like, okay, I got him. I've already been told he's the magic guy. He's got spells, so I got to give him the magic knife. I do that, and I, I immediately think about kind of gearing him out, so I go back to Canic to do that. And then it's like okay so where's the key you know like they they did say that there was, it was someplace to the west so i'm like all right well i, got, I gotta go to the west so again i'm going back to that freaking monolith because i'm like that's the closest thing to the <laughs> west like it, it's a cave like in my mind i'm thinking cave monolith like i'm not separating the two yet i'm thinking of them in the same way so i go back in there and that's when the guy is like hey have you met my brother yet south of Midenhall? I say no. He's like, well, can you go there now? So I'm like, oh, fine. <laughs> so fine. So me and the guy, me and my my partner, trek back. So I'm in because let me get used to like using him battles along the way and all that. So we go back down there, hit the monolith. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. Uh, uh,
1: I love um, the idea of the component of like, okay, you find this dude. Like, there's there's an exploratory period where these two adventurers find each other. Like, is this motherfucker competent? Can, uh, yeah. You know, is this, is he going to take me into some bullshit? Does he know what he's doing? And, like, the first thing you do after you t- uh, find him is take him on this wild goose chase to nowhere.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you give him his own wild mouse to kill, just, like, kind of watching him, like, okay, kill it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How you doing? Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. the idea. That's a fun role play.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I, I had no choice but to go freaking south, and that's when I finally like went across that bridge to go south of Maidenhall. And of course, you go down there, and the dude's brother in the monolith down there is, is just like in a cave, in the cave west of Kenix Walls is the Silver Key. I'm like, I was just there, so clearly I didn't go west enough. Uh-huh. So then I trekked back All west the way back, again. Yeah. And realize, all right, I'm not, I can't be that peninsula which is the Moonbrook. Like, I, 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 in my mind, it wasn't Moonbrook Peninsula, it was just like a peninsula. I'm like, all right, so I'm not going far enough, I gotta keep going. So that's when I finally
1: went. Scott, glad West. you did that, or we would have totally glossed over uh, that guy's story point. because uh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't go there, so I didn't go either. Yeah, I love I mean, that. There's story. nothing else
2: really there except him telling you that, but it was like, yeah. oh, that's why I was saying, like, when I look at the map. It feels like I've seen so much of that whole area now, just kind of going back and forth. Like, nope, yep, no, all right, now Got go, it. F- go. And further. and
1: and if you could put the developer, this like the, the story producer of this game, in a room listening to someone talk about his game, if he could, if you could. If he could hear that, it, he could probably masturbate to it because that's exactly what they want you to do. <laughs> they want you to just be going, you know, crisscrossing yeah. back and forth. You know, like yes, you go a little bit west. Okay, you find the monolith. That guy, somewhat, the monolith tells you to go east. And you're like fuck, okay. And then you you're like just you're like you just like blindly do it because I'm playing an RPG and there's going to be no autonomy in this video game. You know, uh, as far as like the the un the un-, un unseasoned approach to a game like this is going to be like, okay, I'm going to listen to these motherfuckers. They're telling me the truth and they're, they're directing me exactly where I should go. So I'm going to do it (laughs) Yeah, as opposed to like, maybe talk to the guy, the monolith and like, like, cause you were a person in real life. Like if I'm out doing fucking running errands and I'm like, uh, fucking, um, whatever you go somewhere and you're like, oh fuck, they didn't, they didn't have one of the things I wanted. Uh, and, but my plan was originally to go somewhere over to the East, you know, um, and get that thing done, but now I get this new objective because of something that happened at the one over here, logically, I would just go up, oh, just bop over and go do that because I'm closer to it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before going all the way. But like, you know, if, if yeah. you don't know better, <laughs> you just stick to that original plan you had and you, you know, you're know, you fucking going inefficient, fucking whatever. It's uh, probably not the best analogy, but that's, that's um, a funny thing about it. But uh, you
2: know what though? I actually like that it happened that way because it feels like it's less daunting because I look at the map and it looks so big already. Like the fact that we're kind of covering that Northeastern section. I'm like, okay, I feel better that I've kind of been all over freaking through this. Not that I haven't explored every nook and cranny, but at least I've functionally been everywhere here, which makes Mm -hmm. me feel less like, I'm gonna get lost in this Overwhelmed. Place. Yeah, exactly.
3: Now yeah, you mentioned in the group chat, and like you do actually, co- I mean, like you cover a good amount of the map pretty quickly in this game. Some level, yeah, the
1: northern northern
3: continent, Spraying. northern half of the continents,
1: yeah, or northern continents, yeah. Um, okay, well, yeah, so he tells you to go west, so that's where you go, and yes, it is just beyond where I was talking about grinding, and basically the northwest corner of the map there, and it's on a little island with a moat around it, To uh, it's got like a two-bridge deal over the moat to kind of draw your eye to it, and you're wandering the countryside, gives it some extra significance, I feel, and um, inside is a lot of the same enemy shit you see outside, big rats, ghost mice, and cobras, which we haven't mentioned yet, but those are interesting and can also poison you. And there are some magic ants added to the mix. That's a new wow. enemy in here. And their very formidable sleep spell can be a shock if you don't know what's coming.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then you realize it's coming, and it's really not that big of a deal at all. <laughs> I was like going to say, spells.
2: how much did that affect you? Because I, I saw the magic ant, and I immediately directed all damage to it first, just in case. Because yeah. like, I don't know what's coming.
1: Magic, yeah, sure.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, see, uh, keep in mind, guys, I don't have a companion when I'm in here, so... They were they were more of a problem for me. <laughs> Game on hard mode. Yeah.
2: Don't they it's, wait, don't they tell you to not come here? Like the people tell you like bring a companion before you go to do this. Like how why did you come here without a companion when they tell you don't go alone? Like, it is a daunting task. Like, I got old, cause Well, I didn't, because I didn't know this
1: task. was the Lake Cave. I didn't know, or the whatever, because it's actually, yeah, it's called the Silver <laughs> Key Cave, by the way, on the map, not the, whatever. But, yeah, like, I thought this was the Spring of Bravery. Cause, uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, they fully told you, like, all right, like, I, don't I don't made sure there's a like, fucking There's not, like a, fucking, there's, there's like, not yes. a
1: fucking navigation sign out front telling me <laughs> what the fuck it is and who I need to have to go in. It's just a fucking cave in the fucking countryside. Like, oh, maybe <laughs> this is where I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> and when uh, you're the Prince scary. of
3: Maidenhall walking around at level 11, right, right. <laughs> I don't really have to ask for permission.
1: Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go where just I want. Do, it. do what I want. Uh, so this is actually a two-level deal. And on the second level, they introduce magicians and centipods, as we talked about earlier, a real motherfuck. And the fireball spell can be a real rim wrecker with just a fighter, too, speaking of of going solo and how problematic this enemy set can be. So it's mostly, as far as the layout of this place, it's a lot of runaround bullshit down here, just trying to distract you from the most linear run to the end of the level 2, where you can count the silver key, like the furthest, basically, the furthest most point is where you want to go. From the stairwell on level 2. And all the little offshoots are just shit to distract you, basically. uh, With nothing of real purpose or consequence being in them other than just seeing things, you know. So, um, not a lot of wrong ways you can go, basically. And, yeah, actually, so as far as the way this went for me, I died down here after getting the key. And Mm. that probably wouldn't have happened if I hadn't been mapping every nook and cranny. Mm. But... All the attrition left me without any herbs, and on my way out, I bumped into three magicians, and it was fucking lights out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for you. Yeah. So I actually did have the die thing happen to me, which, you know, is a rare occurrence perhaps for a safe state place. I mean, you know, like I'm playing it where, it would, where I'm going to let it happen no matter what. But either way, um, when I died, I thought I was totally fucked. <laughs> like I was like fuck I gotta do that all over I'm gonna have half my shit I'm fucked but when I woke up at Canock, uh, that's actually worth saying too I woke up at Canoc, uh so it's actually it, it, you go back to wherever you last saved not just one certain point which is a big difference obviously because you have multiple save points in this game as opposed to the first game where you just had the one so uh, but yeah when I woke up the king revives me and I still had the key which was super sexy nice. to me so whatever you get up to that point item wise you actually keep even if you die, which is not the case with all NES games. I think very distinctly of the Death Mountain sequence in Legend and uh, Adventure of Link. And all you're trying to do is – well, actually, yeah. So this one has it. All you're trying to do is get you – you just need to get that motherfucker and uh the, the, the hammer. And it doesn't matter if you die after the fact. It doesn't matter. You're going to have it, you know. But not every fucking game is that way. So nice. Um, that's a nice, nice thing.
2: I, I wasn't sure about that because I also – After I got the key, I was kind of like, all right, I want to make it back here without dying. Like, I wasn't sure, you know, I hadn't, I don't think I'd gotten the heal spell yet for the, for the companion. So I was just kind of like, oh, I got to get out of here, you know, like I just, or, or I was running out of magic anyway. And I had gotten the, what is it? The wings of Wyvern that teleport you out, but I wasn't sure. Like I was, for some reason I was unsure about using it. So I was just like, nope, I'm just running from stuff trying to get out of there just in case. I die and have to start over without it. You yeah.
1: know. Well, the thing to worth noting, I, I actually took the note, but I had not saved a Kanak.
0: So oh, you did. Yeah, it's
1: just uh, whatever uh, nearest one. So I hadn't. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I. You would assume at at. You know, at most, it would be wherever you last saved. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, not the case. I just whatever. I don't know if it's just talking to the king, or if it's just the closest one of proximity. I'm not entirely sure. But yeah, I definitely had not saved because I'm safe standing. I don't need to save Imperial Schools of Honor. You know, so um,
2: interesting. I, I I I actively started to I made an act a conscious choice to try to save at those places more and not save state, to be more pure to the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to save state. So I'm, I'm stopping at the castles and talking to them, recording my deeds, just to mm-hmm. kind of, like, establish that. Uh,
1: this happened – yeah, I mean – uh, yeah, I don't, I, mean, I don't know. I mean – I don't know. I It's got to be – I don't know. Yeah, it's – I guess – Yeah, man, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, I want to say, like, do you have control over it? It's like, do you want to? Like, can you make the choice of, like, okay, I need to stop here because I want to save it. Like, especially once you start going all over the map, like, you want to kind of root yourself to a certain region. So I'm going to so I'm gonna save at this fucking particular Imperial Scrolls well, yeah. of Honor stop. So if I die doing this, I'm going to go back there as opposed to, you know, I wonder if how much control you have over so and what what the actual thing is, you know.
2: That's exactly how I understood it to be. So, like, I specifically saved at Cannock. And then, you know, after after we finished the save point, you know, I went down to Moonbrook. Once I make it down there, I was like, yep, save, record my deeds here because this is kind of more enemies, right. higher level, I want to grind here. If I die, this is where I need to come it's back. This is where
1: I'm setting up shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, that's all there is to do here is to grab that key. And then once you have the key, you can now do your silver key tour and... The, as far as what options you have With this key that you've been to already Left win has a The one door that's in the weapon and armor Shop and it's like an annex Of it I guess that has it's there's a lottery Shark in there and so you get to play Your first lottery if you have if you've been holding on to a tickets, you can anyways and I actually hit On my very first play <laughs> I hit all, really? heart. yeah. I hit all hearts nice. on my very first play, Damn. and the uh, that gets you a medical herb. So I also hit
2: all um, hearts, but yeah? on my like third lottery ticket. Yeah,
3: first play. That's how they get you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. right. Just I giving us like, right. yeah. one it's just a fucking herb. It's worth twenty-four gold. Who cares? Yeah, not even sixteen. The unless
1: okay. they'll, unless they'll scale too. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that's that option is open to you, and. It's not listed like the – do you remember – I don't know. Should we even talk about it now, Jab? Like the – I remember a whole fucking thing with the the lottery tickets, dude. Like you and I playing it as kids. Like there's a whole – because you're trying – that one – the one prize
3: seems really attractive. Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about it. Let's just yeah, let yeah, that happen naturally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So uh, Maiden Hall has a door that takes you to the subterranean prison with a couple of locked prisoners – The guard down here tells you that royalty shouldn't be putzing around in (laughs) in such nefarious places. And there is a barbarian in one of them that you can get to. And he says... Dost thou have the jailer's key? And if you say no, he says, Be gone with thee. <laughs> you are fucking useless to me. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, Well, then, yeah. Well, then, fuck off. And then, yes. If you say yes, he says, Open this and I shall give thee some good news. And yeah, it's like, Yeah. Uh, I fucking bet a fucking toothbrush shiv,
3: most likely. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in, you hear scraping on the floor. He's like, Oh, hey, do you have the key? Like, no, I don't. <laughs> And,
1: yeah, and the other one, there is a house of healing rabbi behind another golden door and then some zappy hazard tiles and a jail door. So this dude must be a real fucking problem. kind of stuff, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there are two doors on the west side with some new townsfolk chatter cooking behind them. The, there's a merchant behind one that says a dragon's bane is a magic charm. It is said that it may keep one safe from the spell. And then the damsel here says, Todd is still inexperienced. Return here in thy need, which are perplexing statements. They don't seem related right. <laughs> or they don't seem properly related. Yeah. Damn, the lady told you you're inexperienced. Mm. Yeah. That's rough. And that you need something from her. Maybe maybe that's how they connect. Like she's saying you're inexperienced.
3: You need something from me. Work hard to get it. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to you're gonna have to come back. You have to come more correct than that. Yep.
1: And that's it. That's all there is. Were the, unless there are, did you were there any other doors that you guys found that
3: I fucking missed? I actually no, forgot that's... to open the doors, so it doesn't much matter. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I'd actually thought we were going to do that in episode too, so I'm glad we talked about it now cuz yeah, I, that's that's pretty much all there was. I was kind of disappointed like, man. Yeah. All right, like, you know. I guess that's it.
1: Yeah, it's not I'm... nearly nearly as much of a payoff as it is in
3: No, cuz there's like, like many Fantasy. different keys like as you can see in this game, so like, right. you know, that's there will like be the payoffs to key. come. Um, I'm running an experiment right now. Well, if I can do it correctly, if where um, I found the silver key earlier, and fortunately I had saved, but like I was just like kind of clicking through it, and it was like, "Hey, your inventory's full. Do you want to drop something?" In the silver key, and I was like, "No," and then I was like, "Oh fuck." I'm oh yeah. Need that. Yeah, I'm curious to hear this. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm getting back to it now. It's actually very hard to do. When you're running at this speed, <laughs> going through the caves—it's it's actually somehow bizarre. more difficult just, than just playing regular. Just running into fucking walls, <laughs> And using antidotes on cobras and shit. Yeah, fucking on just on fucking and, su- a yeah, serious
1: a serious meth kick, just bouncing off the fucking walls. <laughs> we didn't talk
3: about it, but the uh, the fucking encounter rate in this game is much higher than it used to be. Yeah, I mean it's like every other step you get in a fight. I would buy that.
1: Yeah, it's you can it, it can definitely be. Can definitely, I mean, like you know, the, the random encounter. So you know, the theoretically,
3: the seating can be whatever. And, you know, sure. I mean, if it's just a roll of the dice. Then yeah, yeah. you can roll a hundred ten hundred times in a row. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I, so, so I just I found the key, didn't take it, left. Oh, I searched the ground, wasn't there. Left. Came back to the key. I search again and I found the silver key. So they won't let you ruin the game. Uh so it reseeds it. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: Interesting, interesting, interesting. But you do have to go through the fucking rigmarole of going through the cave again if yes, you, absolutely. you know, cuz it, yeah, it's not that you
3: said it, you, you tried to open it or tried to get it again and it's not there, right? Um yeah, so the chest is gone once you choose not to accept it. And then I searched the ground thinking maybe it's just still there but not represented. Yeah. Yeah, and not nothing the and then you come okay. back and then it's there yeah so okay cool cool so they do penalize you for stupidity that's good <laughs> Ooh, big news on the uh D front josh oh yeah while yeah. we're sitting here while one we're wait. while we're yep it's good news too one one step closer
0: okay Excited. and this
3: one actually <laughs> i'll tell you later but this one will actually probably incentive like incentivize me to move my ass okay dynamite
1: okay well that is our stopping point for this ep congratulations uh, gentlemen this is uh the first step in a long journey the jay talk to us about your expectations about what's what are next steps what what are we going to be doing next
2: i mean looking for the next key because there's clearly other the jailer's key those brown doors we would find everywhere brown gold whatever color, color that was um, I think exploring Moonbrook, that peninsula, that whole world is, is next. I mean, that's kind of the, the next stopping point and figuring out where to go from there.
3: You got a cousin over there, too. Yeah. Supposedly. Princess. Or or once was. Maybe not anymore. We'll see. And yeah. if we're doing Royal Dynasty shit, I mean, this is a potential mate.
2: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. it's not game of thrones
3: yeah no it's real uh, it's real life i mean yeah. all royal families did that shit and actually you can have a uh baby with your cousin and the genetic risk to the baby is the is very similar to the risk of a woman having a child after 40 so there's enough genetic diversity between you and your cousin that you can have one relatively safely by the time it's second cousin it's just like a stranger
1: mm. good to know the uh jab i'm very much looking forward to The flowchart, Jay's experience of the flowchart for this last companion. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I look forward to hearing.
3: At a certain point, I just kind of knew how the whole thing worked. So, like, I didn't have to, like, think about it much. But I don't know if the game, like, gives you the necessary breadcrumbs, right? Yeah, and it it must. You know, I'm trusting that they didn't write a complete shit game. But um I'm interested to see how those breadcrumbs play out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's my So that'll be fun. I'll be looking And there's for... a mechanic coming up too that's gonna be fun for Jay, I think. And maybe I mean I guess it's kind of obvious. So maybe not, but yeah. There there's stuff. This is this is a hell of a game. I'm excited. Yep. Yep, yep, yep.
1: Okay, so yeah, we'll be uh, probably doing... I don't think Jay's entirely wrong about his expectations, so we'll be doing some of that stuff, maybe some other stuff, between now and the next time we record on this side quest. So let's talk status updates and get the fuck out of here. Jay, how did Gentle Ma wrap up,
2: number-wise? Gentle Ma, uh, pretty strong, rolling in at 36 strength, 28 agility. 45 hit points, maximum HP is 60, zero magic obviously, zero magic power, attack power is at 51, still rolling with the the chain sickle thing, and then defense power of 43 with the chain mail. Or actually, no, I just bought full plate, so I guess that's okay. a little little I was gonna to say that's time.
1: not right because our our stats are identical. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you're definitely
3: oh we'll double you guys. Just
2: grab that like just now. Level uh, is 10,
3: 11. 10? Okay.
2: I am level 10. Yep.
3: Yeah. Mine, Jab, uh, strength 44, so I'm much stronger than you guys. Uh, agility 33, max hit points 63. And I'm at level 12, so in, in two levels I've only gained three hit points. That's kind of not my favorite. Pretty, cool.
1: Especially for the melee character. That's actually, yeah, that, that's what, so I'm wondering. Oh, I guess we'll have to wait to see how it plays, Ox. We're certainly not fucking, um, uh-huh. we're not incrementally recording our fucking. Progressions, so yeah, because I mean the fact that we have when I you know hear that we have the exact same HP J and I at level ten, I'm curious—is it totally locked into that, or did we just happen to lock into the same thing? I bet uh, you it's locked. I but the, I mean is, it's locked with only three more for the next two levels. I like I swear,
3: I don't know. I mean probably the next level I get will be like twelve hit points. Seems a, there's a lot of conjecture in that perspective, okay. but okay. A lot <laughs> uh, attack power seventy four and defense power forty five. I've got uh I don't you know, again, the Prince of Meidenhall doesn't fuck around. Uh broadsword, full plate, leather shield. Nice. What's your XP up? Uh seven thousand three hundred and forty five. Almost twice as much. Fucker.
2: Yeah, like 3, yeah. Yep. thirty seven
3: hundred. Jay, you do have the the speed up option for yours, right? You can change the timing? I probably do too. For, I yeah, I, 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 I I, if you guys are grinding, grinding that. without that, I you're yeah. fucking idiots. You have I mean, more time I, already, than I do. Well, he doesn't I'll, know what he's doing either. You can't. Yeah, you can't really do like, that if you don't know I what you're doing. Do doesn't
1: that. you don't require. You could put your kids on
3: that no, job. No, I'm, I'm already.
2: <laughs> I'm already annoyed that like I have the speech or the the words set to go fast because mm-hmm. like sometimes they're going by so fast. I'm like I didn't even read all of that. So like yeah. I would not. We've
1: run. talked about this. It doesn't. It doesn't knock shit off the screen if, if it That's doesn't different.
2: yes it does it absolutely 100% does oh does it doesn't it? if it's not or a spot like that it doesn't have together. the arrow yeah. The, where you can where you, where there's another bit of dialogue if it's just like a paragraph that pops up and it and it goes then it goes because I was like really? sort of, it's happened multiple times because
1: I bitched about that with we've yeah. bitched
2: about that before with previous things
1: like it doesn't have any what the hell you choose you can't fucking get past it. like yeah because <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. I'm like okay. darn it like I just that's set funny. it to default like I defaulted that and I'm like kicking myself <laughs>
1: that's uh, Jay's too old to fucking for the message speed that's great
0: <laughs> 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 okay well. Subscribe to the
1: go. pod. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Subscribe to the pod on the platform provider, whatever dumbass company that shows up your pottery. Please rate and leave positive shit for the pod on whatever platform you listen to if you enjoy our nonsense. The website is nyhentertainment.com forward slash isohpod. You can email us directly at isohpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the pod and banter with us on the Facebook page about our quest on Instagram and subreddit and talk shit to us about our gameplay videos on the YouTube. Links to all that shit will be in the show notes. We don't have a Patreon, but if you like giving money to the things podcasters tell you to and would like to sit our direction. The Able Gamers Foundation creates custom gaming rigs for gamers with disabilities, and that's cool as fuck, and we'll be happy to take your holiday donation. AbleGamers.org is where you can find them. T-shirts are on the website. They're dope, and proceeds on those after pot expenses go to AbleGamers.
2: Jab, what are your socials?
3: Um. Yeah, I. so I – yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Jay?
2: Gentleman JB without the second E is pretty much where you can find me everywhere.
1: And I am on Instagram at MyShiftKeyIsBroke. is broke. I am on Twitter at Josh Folan. Got a Buffalo Bills hype video humming right now because it's fucking game day, bitches! Go Bills! Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>